0: What's up, Bench Warmers? Welcome in episode 100.
1: I know, 100 episodes later, and I still so can't figure if out a So excited you forgot to turn your mic on. I could even figure out a mic 100 episodes later still.
0: Episode 100 of the Far End the Bench podcast with Jimmy Palato and Eagle Bryant. We got a long one. It's it's a, a little bit longer than our normal two-hour time limit. We had a ton of stuff to get to. We obviously go off the rails when we talk about the avalanche and the off season moves because now kind we of have one to— Kind of the Cups, right? Yeah.
1: Kind of still Cup champions. And,
0: and the Stanley Cup champions, and we got to figure out how we're going to rebuild and retool to get a second one of those. Uh, But we talk a a lot more about the NFL Hall of Fame discussion, some of the moves that have been being made. Baker Mayfield is no longer stuck in Cleveland, so we have to mention that. Nico will give us some uh, highlights from the G League. He's been watching a lot of G League. Summer summer, summer league. League lot of summer league basketball that he's been watching out there in las vegas so we'll talk about that and then mention some of the other big moves going on in nhl free agency uh, a lot of other topics that we could have talked about but like i said when we got to the avalanche we kind of just blew up and and i went from 20 minutes left to about five minutes left and we still had to do our start bench cut segment so a lot of great stuff it's jam-packed we're back on track with our normal episodes one a week every single wednesday so be sure to follow at feotb pod uh, we talk a little bit also about some of our best moments and, and have a little bit of a look back down memory rant, memory lane that you guys will be able to see on our YouTube channel and at the beginning of this episode. So follow at feotb pod, subscribe to the YouTube channel, wherever you're listening on your favorite podcast l- platform. It's the beautiful blue logo, uh, blue and gold with the bench in the middle. Follow us. And tell your friends, leave a five-star rating interview. If we get more of those, we'll continue to read them out on the podcast. Uh, we had a couple that we've shouted out in the last few weeks. So we appreciate all of the support so far. We're at 100, triple digits now. A hundred
1: episodes. I still don't know how to work a mic. Should we go back to the singular one where we're both w- leaning into the same one?
0: Yeah, where we're... Hi, welcome, hi, welcome to the far yeah. end of
1: the bench. Well, it sounds like we're down a hall. <laughs>
0: hi, my name is Nico. I am a wilderness explorer.
1: Would you, how do you need assistance today, sir? <laughs> I've had a large mouth pass, bust my line, a couple beautiful girls tell me goodbye. Trucks break down, dogs run off, politicians lie in.
0: Here we are. Episode 100. 100. how, how do we get this far, Jimmy? 100 over 2 years of podcasting, triple digits. I know it's a little bit more because we've had so many
1: That's, that's a that's a lot of counting. We for had us. the
0: exten- the exclusive series for Riding the Pine and we've had bonus episodes before, but we're going to talk about all that. This is I, honestly, it's one of the f- first questions, but I guess we can, before we get into all that, at feotb pod, all social medias, this is Far End of the Bench with Jimmy and Nico Bryant, wearing episode the, 100.
1: Wearing the original shirt Hopefully, like the, the old logo. The
0: people who have that shirt are, are going to be very happy with themselves in a few years because it's, things have been going great and we have you guys to thank for that. So for episode 100, we're going to take a slight look back. Because obviously we're still going, it's not like episode 100 and we can... Okay, we're good. Bye. Yeah, we're not done. We're just... We're just, uh, <laughs> just going to take a little jaunt. We've already done the podcast where we kind of explain how we started the show and how we came up with the name. So we're just going to look back. I, I pulled out a few of our my favorite moments of the 100 episodes, and I'm sure you have yours as well. But we'll start the guests that we've had on the show. We had your dad, Mark Bryant, and Chris Birdman-Anderson. Uh, our first guest on the show, and also our first world champion.
1: On yeah, the it's show. F- it's funny listening back to that. I I really want to interview him again because I do. It's, too. it's kind of funny, like listening. I'm like, we were so childish. We had no no, no idea what, what we were doing. No clue
0: what was going on, and uh, I think he knew.
1: No, he absolutely knew. He absolutely knew. And
0: I think your dad is the one that pretty much carried that entire interview. So sh- shout out to yeah. the the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Bryant. But that was. Uh, fun And we got to learn that Birdman was a bully to you when you were a kid. Oh,
1: I knew that my whole life. Well, I knew he was a bully. Kn- yeah. yeah, you knew that. I know. It was, <laughs> my whole life, what do you think? I was his little brother, basically, for most of my life. Yeah, is, absolutely, I was a bully. That
0: is true. For those of you who haven't listened, go back and listen to the full episode with Birdman and, and Mr. B. Um, but uh, they were playing, Nico and, and Chris and his younger brother were playing... Home, home run derby is run derby.
1: funny enough. Home run derbys next week, but yeah, home run derby basically in the backyard, and and me and Brock are hitting dingers off him, and he gets pissed off and starts throwing the tennis ball as hard as he can against the garage. At this a, is NBA Chris Anderson, f- right? yeah, like yeah. prime Denver Nuggets. uh Chris Anderson, me and me and Brock are trying to swing this Jack juiced up bat tennis balls to the neighbor's yard. And, uh, yeah, it's, (laughs) and my mom had to come out, hey, what are you doing out here? He's like, Chris is throwing us hard pitches, and we're trying to swing him. He's going to hurt you. He's like, he's not hitting us. Yet. And, 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 yeah, if if you haven't heard the whole story, I highly recommend going back and listening to the whole story because it's a, I have a lot of those small little stories like that in there.
0: Yeah, and talk about a guy who had a a hell of a journey in his entire professional career. And like I mentioned, first world champion that we interviewed on the show because then we turned around and followed Birdman up with Luis Vasquez, Super Bowl champion with the Denver Broncos during Super Bowl 50. And that was cool for me specifically because obviously he's a a guy that played the position I played in football for a long time at the highest of levels, the highest of highest of levels. I remember when – uh, we traded for Louis. We signed Louis when after we signed for him right. when he went into free agency. The big thing about him was he hadn't committed a penalty in over two years. Yeah, he had yeah. played absolutely perfect offensive line football. No sacks. I, I can't even remember a sack that he really gave up by himself in his career. But Luis Vasquez was an awesome, awesome. Interviewed. He
1: came right in when Peyton was here. Like mm-hmm. he was the guy that Peyton looked at. He was like, "I need this guy." Oh, they don't win Super Bowl me, fifty. Yeah.
0: They don't get to Super Bowl forty-eight. They don't set all those offensive records. And we talked about it with him too. The best team that he was on in Denver was twenty twelve. That mm-hmm. was the the year of the oh, overtime and, and the, 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 the the coldest game of all time possibly. <laughs> well, I
1: froze my I froze my tips off my fingers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that year with jacoby Jones, I think, is or Jacoby something over the top over. Uh, I think he Joe was Flacco. Jacoby. Jacoby Jones like was that like receiver. That. I remember. It's that Ray, was
0: Ray Lewis's fair, swan, swan song year we too. We would have, we would have smoked the 49ers
1: oh, too. It wouldn't but, have been. But yeah, no, that was by far one of the best teams. Blue, had so many great stories on that one. And he, he's, he's an, he's an All Pro for a reason. He's doing great in Texas too. He's, he's, uh, he's starting to coach too now. Yep. He's, he's, he's training some athletes, some high school athletes in Texas, trying to do that as well. So he's, I mean. He's been, he was a great interview.
0: Yeah. And and I think the, the big thing about both those guys that we talked to and, you can go back and listen to them. It's a little bit. You got to scroll a little ways because yeah, it's there's like a hundred. Uh, yeah, we're we've been doing this for long enough that you got to scroll a little bit of ways. But those guys, they didn't come from. They didn't have the full on support structure that you would think that it takes to get to the level that they got to. But they had enough in their lives, and they were able to kind of manufacture everything that they needed. And it was just both of them had stories of perseverance. So those were our first two, and we followed that up with another NFL player, Kendrick Green. Uh, who's I played with him in China and he's the current center uh for the Pittsburgh Steelers Pittsburgh yeah, that, Steelers that sorry team. Kendrick yeah yeah, yeah.
1: Ho- ho- hopefully hopefully he can continue uh taking or giving a uh Mitch, good old Mitchie 2 sticks up back there. Uh, all <laughs> of a, a sudden, he becomes, Kenny Pickett with gloves. I he becomes the feels. guy
0: in the equation with experience because he went from being the rookie center taking over for Marquise Pouncey, who despite all his faults, was a very, very solid offensive lineman. One of the
1: best offensive linemen in the league, by yes. far and away.
0: And uh, and would also back you up in a fight. We learned that this the hard way, too. Yeah. Uh, but he replaces Marquise Pouncey, and then he has Ben Roethlisberger in his 18th, 19th, 20th year, and 14th allegation against against him uh, coming up and playing with him now he's got to either ho- try and get Mitch through a full season or I can have he pick two it
1: clubs behind you sitting in between your ass cheeks so. yeah. yeah no it's, it's Kendrick Green hopefully he's still doing well with the with the Steelers and still go to, that was a great interview i loved every second of that one too
0: he was talk about personalities that guy was the biggest person when we went to china he was the show mm-hmm. everybody came to watch the team usa games one because we were beating up on these european and and countries that that had no business playing against us, other no than business playing football. <laughs> other, well, Japan, Canada, and Mexico are the only teams that I say should have been in contention for a quote unquote world championship. championship yeah. Uh but they would come out because they wanted to see Kendrick with the just. The, I mean, he's a big guy and, and they, then,
1: a massive human being. You don't get yeah. that. You don't get to the NFL without with being a little tiny, a he's tiny strong human being. Too like
0: he doesn't. He doesn't have like a big chest or a very athletic build. But the one thing because he started off as an offensive lineman, and they switched him to defensive line in the camp. And as soon as he switched to defensive line, it went from, man, I'm a little bit sore after these practices to, oh, my God, my neck is going to fall off. Oh, I've fun, literally, no. I'm running my head into a wall for the last two yeah, and a half me, hours. Yeah,
1: let me get off of this. I don't want any more of the smoke. <laughs> okay. Absolutely.
0: Kendrick, you can take a break. That's fine. we the going water
1: break, buddy. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, followed that one up, we had uh, three – actually the, the we had one more in in 2021 we had scott the huff who's a longtime sports producer and also a host of his own podcast uh at the huff uncensored is his podcast and then will Idle hunter mullen and ryan deacon uh were our last big quote-unquote interviews with hunter mullen ryan deacon uh two all-american wrestlers and ryan deacon a national champion at 157 pounds this year um uh, those were all fun for me personally because will and hunter i obviously went to college with and then ryan is a guy that i've wrestled against and had guys that like because he went to legacy and we were um with creek he played football for the legacy feeder team we played them in eighth grade and it was that was really cool for me because one i didn't think that he would say yes to the interview because he's been doing so he did so many like right after he won the national championship and he was more than gracious um and yeah, it told a lot of, of fun stories. That was that was a cool one for oh, me. That was
1: an awesome, awesome, absolutely fun one to listen to. Is uh, that Deacon one? Like I said, it was funny that we played against him, and uh, here he is, the We national, the yeah, national champion. Yeah, the national champion. Exactly. What are you?
0: What are the odds of that? How many people can say that? I don't think that many. Uh, those were the big interviews that we had. The other thing that we we tried to do, and we've actually done a lot more than I realized as I was putting this together. We have our friends on quite a bit.
1: That's honestly, it's been some of my favorite ones. Me because, too, because because we 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 have bouncing personalities, obviously, mm-hmm. but we'll, our friends all have the exact same way. And when we talk shit and try to try to analyze sports with others, it's it's like a butting of heads. Oh yeah, it? yeah.
0: One of our friends that has been on the show the most is our biggest troll.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Every, every single tweet, something stupid. If we <laughs>
0: mention Indiana sports and or the Miami Heat, it's <laughs> It's coming. It's coming. That Something's smoke coming. Is coming. Um, <laughs> Something's coming.
1: <laughs> and, of course, we're
0: talking about Jeremy Fear, who was our first friend that, that came on. He did a show way back when in our first Masters tournament. Master and that was actually the Masters tournament. Yeah, yeah. And that was the Masters tournament, the first one that was coming off of the uh, COVID. After pause. COVID yep. So that was the one in the fall where everybody was all fucked up and didn't know what to didn't do. Didn't know what and, to do and yeah. know how to bet exactly. Yeah. So Jeremy's been on four times. We had my brother Dom on three times. He's been on both uh, Bull Pick'em shows with Jeremy and then also for the National Wrestling Tournament. Jonah Mitchell made three guest appearances. Jonah Starr made one guest appearance so far, but obviously with basketball and, and college yeah. basketball season that's yeah. when
1: that's when Jonah gets really involved jo- college basketball and college football like I said I know a lot about college basketball but not as much as Jeremy and Jonah do and then you know a lot about college football but Don played it too yeah there's a currently in it so it helps it <laughs> I think these massive matching personalities
0: everybody that we bring on has a reason and that brings us to our final guest and a guy that I think will probably end up having the most appearances depending just because the his, the sport that we talk about with him kind 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 of has the most big events that come up. And that's Rev Coca, who's been a five-time guest and done just random segments with MMA for us too. Like when there's been cards where we were like, I have no clue who this guy is. And we go to Rev and he's like, oh yeah, he's 16 and three. He's lost Mm -hmm. to this guy, this guy, and this guy. He fought in Metamoris. I was like,
1: I don't know. I'll take your you. word yeah, for it. Good for you. Yeah. I'm glad you know that. Rev, I know Rev,
0: should I hit the spread on this fight? What are we thinking? Uh, Is
1: this going to go through rounds? Like, What are we doing here, Rev?
0: And that's going to be a lot of fun, too, because he's going to be doing – I do the D2 Football podcast, Top of the Mountain, for D2Football.com, obviously. He's coming on as my co-host for that show, and we're, I'm going to add him in because he's been looking for other stuff to do. He's been writing for different sites and getting that stuff going, but I think him – if we get him in front of a camera and get that personality out there a lot, I think people yeah. are going to start gravitating towards him. And this year, uh, since he, I'm going to be doing all of those on Zoom, we're actually going to have the video of the Top of the Mountain podcast mm-hmm. on our YouTube channel as well, mm-hmm. which you can subscribe to and, and go watch all, all of these all great LA videos. Shows. <laughs> do, <yeah. laughs> Leave a comment on all of them, too. Those are the, the friends that we've brought on, uh, brought on to the show. Really grateful that they've been able to do that. We had... This is the cooler part about having a, a smaller independent sports podcast is that we get to meet other people who have small independent sports podcasts. So, the other content creators and guys that we've kind of forged a relationship through the show uh, Griffin Youngs, uh, co host of the Teletavs It Is podcast, they've been on one since the Stanley Cup championship. Yeah, they are enjoying life right they now. <laughs> they really enjoy themselves. <laughs> so, they're honestly some of the nobody covers the avalanche outside of them as well as they do
1: we cover the avalanche a lot but i mean i would listen to their shows before we came on our show we 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 cover during the regular season we cover once a week Mm -hmm. like for for 10 15 minutes they cover two hours worth of shit every single week and they
0: just did a full two hour free agency prediction show and then had to turn around after we'll get to it but the avs made some moves and they had to turn around to do another 50 minute emergency podcast the day after so they are they've they've been gaining a lot of traction they've earned that so at tell it as it is On social media and we have also had christian and marissa saez marissa is the social media director for the dnvr sports accounts Um, so that's where I know them from school But that's we had them on to discuss that as they're moving back to the denver area peter Andersani of the ptv sports network and then we also had Thomas Stash and Shooter from the We the Thunder show, uh, PT, at PTV Sports and at We the Thunder Pod for those those last two.
1: Um, yeah, we, we we've had a few others, but we're just gonna gloss over those. But yeah, we we've had we have had a lot of we've got to interact with a lot of great personalities. There's a reason why sports bring so many people together because like literally one little tweet you can you can interact with someone across the world across the country like i said we've we've never met the thunder people we've never been even I, the closest we've ever been to them was me when yeah. i was 80 miles away from them that's, true. that's the closest we've ever been to meeting them in person yeah we interact with them on social media and that's 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 one of the great parts about it because not only do we get to grow our show grow other people's shows and, and help like see different views because like i said we're we're biased that's not a lie. We're not going to. Bl- we're not going to blow it here.
0: They were just as biased, right back. We,
1: we to are us. a very biased podcast, but so is everybody else, mm-hmm. and that's why it's fun to listen to other people's thoughts and opinions on different things and and different different teams and different avenues. Because, like I said, we can listen to us on and on and on again. But at some point, you are like, "Well, oh, I want to hear some criticism. Yeah. <laughs> I want to I want to hear something bad about I, this team." Like, come I don't on. need to hear. how I know the Abs are. are fucking Stanley Cup champions, but what are they really going to do in this off season? That right. like, kind yeah. of things. Like, like that's one of the great parts of about it
0: it was it was a lot of fun and they were that was the cool format too because they do a live post game show during the playoffs so i brought them i was able to you're uh, traveling for work so you weren't able to be there for the interview but i've got to bring them on to our show and then we both got to go on to their show, mm-hmm. and that was your was that your first live show?
1: Yeah, first live show. And, and
0: that's my first live show since college. So, so it's
1: been a while. Yeah, no, it was it was a lot of fun interacting with Chad. It's something honestly we may end up doing some more, especially during the playoffs. Like and yeah. what we were doing, I mean, we 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 waited till after games. Like like like, let's be honest. When it comes to we may do it for football games, we may do it for. But when we it could. comes to playoffs, right now, look, this is off season. Give us a break, right? We're gonna take it nice and easy for the next couple of months until football's back. But but when come come NFL playoffs, NBA, NHL playoffs, when our teams are rolling, we may do some shows like that because, like I said, I, th- I thought that was a brilliant idea mm-hmm. and, and getting to interact with, with the chat and, and be like, these guys are fucking idiots and right. joking around with them. It, it was fun.
0: Yeah. No, it was a great atmosphere, and, and it was cool too because we slowly got to see The Lightning fans came in with all of the confidence in the world, and we slowly got to see the Avalanche fans or Avalanche players earn their fans' respect over the course. Now, obviously, there's some people that still think the Denver Cheaters, they did it again, the Colorado Avalanche can't win a a series without something going their way. Look at this call or that call or this call. All I'm going to say to that is look at any team who's won the Stanley Cup championship – the Stanley Cup and – look at all the lucky breaks that they had
1: everyone's had lucky breaks at some point it's not even it's not even close (laughs) no uh
0: we also we recorded a remote podcast featuring the western colorado university basketball and wrestling teams uh and that was uh, at the high alpine brewing company who we used to work with we obviously haven't been doing a ton with them since we also interviewed scott who's the owner of of that place that was that was a fun one for me, and that was cool to be able to take the show on the road and actually have people come to a, a separate location to be on the show. And those were guys, I mean, I've talked to, I've interviewed Coach Schaefer, who's the basketball coach, and Coach Pfeiffer before on the radio station. That's like, that's a student asking a coach at yeah, the school, like, hey, do you want to come on the radio? And they, were, they obviously were going to say yes to that. Yeah. When I came back with the podcast and sent them the emails, and we were going to get the women's basketball coach on, too, but I think they either had a game the night that we got went down or they were trying to avoid. That was like still when you had to avoid all the people that you were in contact with um, for yeah, contact was t- tracing. Yeah,
1: it was COVID tracing. Yeah. It, it was a little more difficult to <laughs> get people to <laughs> get on. But, no, I was very grateful for that. Getting to hear their stories it was a lot of fun. Getting yeah, to interact with them, like I said. It's a good program over there, absolutely.
0: Yeah, it was, and they're, they're really cool, good guys, and they're moving in the right direction for both of them. And then the, the last thing that I wanted to mention, because we kind of talk about this a lot. Since we've started this show, we've covered the bubble, play, bubble playoffs, the first COVID year where nobody was able to be in the actual stadium for the NFL and the Super Bowl during that season, two World Series championships, two full NBA and NHL playoffs, an actual playoff run with the Bengals going to the Super Bowl, plus the UFC events, the boxing events, any time that we've decided, hey, we should do a bonus. Golf,
1: tennis, the I Masters, mean, Wimbledon. <laughs> M- M- Wimbledon. You could go down a list of things.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was a documentary. Oh, the, we talked about the Last Dance a the little last bit because we'll, I was we'll, right when the show was pretty much kicking we'll, off. We'll, we'll,
1: we'll go into depth about the the um, the Abs and Red Wings doc here eventually mm-hmm. too. Yeah, it's been a, It's funny. I, I I gotta get. I'll see what your thoughts are on this. 100 episodes, only one championship. What is the next 100? How many do you think we're going to get?
0: Nico, you're talking to the guy who went like 20, <laughs> 20 30 years <laughs> without his team actually having a shot at the championship. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say one out of <laughs> one out of like six <laughs> chances is good for me. I'll, I'll take it for now.
1: I'll I'll say because that's technically around roughly two years. So I'll yeah. I'll say two championships between 100 to 200. I think. I think so. I think I knock I, on wood I, for me right now, Jimmy. But there's yeah,
0: a there's a high chance, especially because. I don't think. I I think the Bengals are going to be better. Obviously, the Broncos are going to be better. And who knows what can happen with the the one and done playoffs or what makes the NFL playoffs Mm -hmm. interesting. And I really, honestly, this is the most excited and enticed I've been about NHL and NBA free agency because (laughs) the NHL, my team is trying to look to solidify themselves and become a quote unquote dynasty, at least a back to back. And the Nuggets, they are are doing the right things. (laughs) Like they're doing good (laughs) things. very good. But we still. We have not seen this entire team healthy. No, we have not. I don't That's think story. in our podcast history. We, we except the, for like 12 games. The bubbles. yeah,
1: Literally the bubble was the most healthy this team has been in two years. That's, I thought MPJ was hurt during that. He, 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 he wasn't playing big-time minutes. Mm. He, he was a part of the team, but he wasn't playing role, star, or starting is, position minutes. That is wild. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. We, we, like I said, I'm saying two because I think the Avs get one more. And I would like to think – we get another one somehow, whether it be the Nuggets or Broncos bangles Bengals or an Another one. I think I guarantee just, one. Yeah, again, I think they'll be. Yeah, uh, yeah. Again. Again. Just keep going. Yeah. We don't. We don't. We don't hate parades. No, parades I'm, are a good time.
0: I can. I mean, I'm going to be a teacher now, so I'm going to actually have to get somebody to cover my shift during the day of the parade. But I can. I can make it work. Maybe I can swing a field trip and go experience some yeah, social, trip, social yeah. studies culture to the the class parade to. The Avalanche, uh, Avalanche Celebration. Last thing I wanted to ask you before we move on is to talk about the actual sports that we have to cover. When we started, because we're basically about two years since we had that little meeting where we sat at your kitchen table and we're like, Three okay, let's call this now. the show The Stallion and the Bus. And we're like, mm, doesn't really roll off the tongue. <laughs> when we left that meeting, did you have any... Did you think that we would
1: get to hundred episodes? Yeah, I think we. I think I did. I, I. I would like to say that I think we'd still be going. Absolutely. I did, Like there was there was times where we need we. I need a little bit of a break. You need a little bit of a break, and that's how it happens. At some point, like we wash ourselves deep, like it, it can get it can get annoying. It, it can get be like can be time since yeah. We're like, man, I just need to fucking sleep this week. Like let me let me get a breather. That just happens. Right. But yeah, no, I would. I I was not. I, I'd be sitting here lying to you if I didn't say that I would. I didn't expect this. Like we, we there's when we get thrown into the bubble and covering both of those at the same time, that just rocket started it. Mm-hmm. And at that point, we were like, "All right, well, let's get in a groove." And then once we got in a groove, then we then we started coming up with ideas for things outside, like whether it be networks or 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 podcast ideas or show ideas or whatever it may be, just kept circling off. And there's times where we were like, "Man, I need a break." Okay, let's take. A week off, man. These playoffs are kicking my ass. Let's, or, or or whether it be Tuesday night, three a.m., covering another playoff game. The Zoom
0: file got corrupted, so we're gonna have to start this whole thing over. Are you what?
1: Yeah, it's everything. Like like I said, we we've been through most everything. So yeah, no. But I I, also
0: I I did want to because I guess I said last thing, but the last two things that I have, I'm gonna hold this up and I'll show the camera so that everybody can see it, and then I'll explain. But yeah, that that uh, for for the listeners, the hardcore benchwarmers, the hard bench warmers, the, guy, the people that have been listening to listening and watching the show are gonna know what that's from. But that's the shirt when we when we had your brother go out to Cherry Creek High School and took a picture of us sitting on the quote unquote far end of the bench. The bench. Yeah. we were so funny and artistic and witty. Uh, but then the next the the last thing where I really thought that we. We at least had some idea of what track we needed to go down. Do you remember that night that your dad sat here while we
1: recorded a full show? He was like, "What the fuck? Redo it!" Yeah, stopping. He didn't. Te- he didn't say
0: specifically redo it. He just goes, "I don't know who you guys. I don't know what, who what I, I just hell listened you to. Doing, yeah, uh, you guys don't talk like that. You guys should talk the way that you talk. You guys don't or people are yeah, people aren't gonna listen. And he basically like gave us as much. He gave us." the right criticism and it was blatantly honest with us and that's helped out i think the most most because ever since then we've tried to be i mean we try to be ourselves we've been buddies for we've been friends and really close friends for a long time we were talking about it because my dad just celebrated my dad uncle and cousin just had their 50th birthday and, and you you and your family came um and we were sitting there like sixth grade
1: yeah, it's been we've a known while, each other or yeah. known
0: of each other longer than that. But sixth grade is when we actually met and were teammates for the first time. And now we're sitting here two years post uh, uh, co- undergrad yeah, and working t- real years, jobs.
1: Oh, nearly two years past doing the show. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, it's, it's grown a lot. Like we we've, we've, like you said, didn't even this have this job when we started the show. I, I don't. I, I, didn't have, I didn't have a job yeah. when we started the show. And <laughs> I, now look, you've, yeah. you're
0: traveling all over for USA Taekwondo and I've now made a, a, a career teacher. change a teacher, yeah, yeah I've made a, a career shift so 100 episodes down hopefully so. you guys have enjoyed it as much as we had and like Nico said were you, there's going to be a lot well, more done. stuff in between 100 and 200 and then when we get to 300 it's going to be even more but as as we continue to go continue to by tell your time, friends by that time
1: Jimmy will have a full on mustache like myself So uh, <laughs>
0: I could grow one like that I just don't yeah I was
1: clean shaved when we first started now I got the mustache rolling man yeah no it's 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 like I said, it feels like it feels like it's not been long, but then again, at the same time, you think once a week, more than once a week for a hundred weeks. When I plus? have to, I it's crazy.
0: When I go on Anchor now and I try and check analytics of stuff, I have to click back eight pages to get to episode
1: one. Episode one, yeah, it's, it's a lot of st- a lot of stuff that I've gone into that.
0: Uh, We appreciate you guys, and it, it couldn't be possible without you all. So now that we've done enough reminiscing and going down memory lane, let's go ahead. We'll get into our actual sports conversations for the week. And before we actually get to everything, we should also give Bria a shout out yes, because she you. has yeah. been filming us camera, for yeah, a while.
1: For a while. been nice, nice having this Beautiful 4K for the first time ever camera. Last week is HD. This week it's 4K. So. This is
0: why you need to bring a girl into your life because we started with the GoPro that we also busted. And now we've gone, come all the way to a four K camera.
1: It was funny with that GoPro about a fucking mile away. Yeah. Us little camera, you can yes. barely see us. Remember yeah. the
0: first time that we set it up and it was like right at our crotch? Yeah. The whole time? <laughs> was, that we was were like, we were like, we, we watched it back on YouTube this. and I was like we were like, uh We need to
1: uh, fix this. <laughs> this is not a, this great is a look different of
0: us. This is a different channel. This, this is, is not a different what show. Um uh, but let's uh so big shout out to Bree. Thank you. Thanks, you, thank you. <laughs> y'all. okay. Um, NFL news: semifinalists were announced for the Hall of Fame, and this is good for me to talk with you about because it involves the guy, the guy that put
1: three guys. We can talk about three guys. Three
0: guys that, that pretty much put your team on the map. But I did want to mention Mike Shanahan because all the hubbub over the last few years, basically since he since retired. he retired, In or Washington, at least three yeah. years after he left Washington. People have said that he should be in the Hall of Fame, but he's be, get, been getting snubbed. The, the conversation around that is he's getting snubbed mainly because there's the they think that he, there's a possibility he's going to come back and coach, even though he said he would never come back and coach in the league because he doesn't want to coach against Kyle. He might come back and coach for Kyle, but. I think he's perfectly content just being a. Yeah, he's exactly. basically just a, a consultant I, by blood. It's,
1: what, what's it been, like four or five years now since he's coached? I think it's. I think he's done. I honestly <laughs> think he's probably been closer yeah. to 10. Yeah, maybe even Because longer
0: than that. RG3's injury was back in 2012. 20,
1: uh, yeah, 2012. yeah, because uh, Jay Gruden took over from, yeah. I want to say, in 2014. Yeah, it's been almost 10 so years.
0: So it's been a while. Honestly. If you want to talk about it, because we talk about the the Andy Reid coaching tree, and it's impressive. There's guys. There's a lot of guys that had head coaching jobs that have coached for Andy Reid. But I I don't know if, if you knew all well, of the people
1: the the uh, the, the, the Matt, Shanahan like, coaching tree. We can is, go down the list of the McVays. You yeah. can go down the tree of obviously his son. Like you could go Gary th-
0: Clint Kubiak Kevin Stefanski. That's Minnesota's mm-hmm. entire coaching staff and scouting. Uh, Matt Lafleur. Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay in a roundabout way, then Nathaniel Hackett, Zach Taylor, Art Shell.
1: Yeah, it's literally it like
0: list. Eight, 18% of the league can probably trace their first or second coaching job back to a, a- Shanahan and team. That's,
1: and you look at what the offense revolutionized has been in league. It's, it's, it's all a been pass-driven league. Do yeah. you really think that Shanahan didn't run that same fucking offense with, with John Elway? He absolutely did. He did. He, he, he's the person that... that, that Threw blood into the water and, mm-hmm. and let these young guys just show off their arms, and that's what we're seeing with these so many offenses. It's rightfully so. I, I and I want to talk so, quickly. Dan Reeves, Sh- Shanahan should be in before Reeves, and but Gradishar is, is long overdue as Randy well.
2: Definitely.
1: So so I'm hoping both the both Randy and Shanahan get in, if not all three. Obviously, they're not going to give one team three in mm-hmm. one year, but I would love to see two at least. Um, but yeah, no, Shanahan is. The coaching tree is incredible. It's kind of, it's kind of funny when you look at it.
0: Yeah, that's the the reason why I mean he's not only has he had such an impact on all of the coaches but it is you can look just at the scheme and the technique of everything that the successful offenses are doing, and it's either Andy Reid's co- school or Mike Shanahan's school because the, the three-by-one sets also being able to run zone and being able to be physical from having all of the receivers on the field. The Denver Broncos were the first team to do that back in the middle and late 90s, 90s yeah. when it was Rod Smith on the outside absolutely. he would Rod Smith and Ed McCaffrey, when they were playing, would probably rather – Block for a running uh, yeah, uh, Terrell like Davis tour, touchdown, yeah. then catch a touchdown. I know that it's not true, and, and mm-hmm. wide receivers don't really feel that way. But they they took their job blocking seriously. And Mike Shanahan, honestly, let's let's say this: Who do you think taught Kyle Shanahan how to scheme up a run to where
1: he can run for fifty and plays? And everybody is trying to copy him. Everybody. Like the way that people use Debo, the way he used Debo, the way that way that he used a three running back system. Mm-hmm. Like you could go down a list of the, the, the like the the offensive line studs he had and how he used them on the outside. Like you could go down a list of it, things offensively that he's done that teams are like fuck. I gotta copy that. What well, well shoot? Where do you think that came from? He also <laughs> I mean, was a,
0: a draft and develop guy, or I mean, he brought in guys that were discarded other places. The the offensive line. When the Broncos won uh, Super Bowl thirty-two and thirty-three, it was Tom Nalen, who was a sixth-round pick and considered too skinny to play in the NFL, mm-hmm. especially at center. Uh, it was Mark Schlereth. It was I think I can't I, don't remember I can't that. think of it. I can't remember all five, but it was Mark Schlereth. It was Tom Naylon. The only guy that had any traction or considered to be the best at his position or at All-Pro level was Gary Zimmerman, your left tackle. And that made sense because you had John Elway, a quarterback. So, you had to have a Hall of Famer to protect a Hall of Famer. Um, But it wasn't like these guys. And Rod Smith, too. Rod Smith was a late-round draft pick. I think Ed McCaffrey was discarded. He was with Shanahan when he was in San Francisco. Just – a guy who's been involved, I think they I heard on the radio, it was, it's eight Super Bowls between the Broncos the first time when he was the offensive coordinator with Reeves, the 49ers because he was also the OC for the 49ers in 92, 93, and 94. Won Steve Young, his Super Bowl as an offensive coordinator. Then comes here and wins two Super Bowls and has a 14-2 yep. season. Like, there's... Every box that you could tick as a prerequisite for the NFL Hall of Fame, he's hit it and surpassed it.
1: It, It's funny because, like, look, it took Pat Bowen so damn long to get in. Shanahan's probably the exact same way. Um, I think he'll get his due eventually. I'm hoping before, obviously, what happened with Bowen after his passing, that's the saddest part, that he wasn't there to realize it. So I'm hoping that they do him Shanahan justice before that happens, obviously. Um, But, yeah, I – I cannot say enough good things about Shanahan and w- what he did for this organization. Like you said, J- John, Pat, and then there's Mike. Like That was the team and the organization for a lot of years. How tan do you think he's going to look in his gold jacket? He's going to have white as ha- white as the snow whitest snow hair. hair the whitest hair and the whitest smile. The whitest smile and then some sun kiss. Uh, like He just came off the beach. <laughs> or the tanning bed in his basement, one or the <laughs> other. One or the other.
0: <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Uh, also in the NFL... The big, big news, I guess. Baker Mayfield did get traded to Cle- from Good Cleveland. Good for
1: Baker. Get him out of that shithole. Good, for, Good Baker. for Baker. Good for the
0: Carolina Panthers because the Browns had to eat. It's a fitting. Money, yeah. It's they fitting the that they're the name nicknamed the Browns because they just had to eat a whole plate of shit. Because Carolina's <laughs> like, okay, we'll take Baker, but you're also going to give his us
1: contract. Yeah.
0: A con- I think they got a conditional fifth round pick, and you're going to have to pay ten and a half million. We're paying four point eight five million of his you're guaranteed. are paying
1: money. him to play against you week one. <laughs> Let's put it that way. And then the other funny thing is about this: if you told the Carolina Panthers three years ago, you're going to have two of the top three picks in two years. I mean, that's kind of funny, is it not? Two first-round
0: quarterbacks on the roster? Two that top three picks. That quarterback room is just on another level, right?
1: Poor for Sam Darnold, though. I, I do feel bad for the guy. He he hasn't really had much of an opportunity. He got shit, stuck on a shit organization. I didn't even.
0: He, I, the dots just connected in my head. But he is a three-time loser in this weekend because he's lost he lost his initial job in New York he lost his job in Carolina now and Baker's going to be on his team and Zach Wilson, his
1: replacement in oh New York, is ho- is banging I mean, everybody's mom. Good, good, the fucking dog in Zach Wilson. That's a that's a New York quarterback if I've ever seen. One. I, uh, Joe Naboth is smiling, being like, yeah, that's my that's this team's that's the grit this team needed to, to get this team back to promised land." Not no Mark Sanchez. No. Not no Sam Darnold. We need a dog with a some grit behind quarterback, and that's bring, exactly what Zach Wilson is.
0: Bring me the baby faced. Mormon milf hunter that's what we need uh,
1: and, and at this point like look we, we joke about second year quarterbacks making that leap Zach Wilson maybe the Jets he, did get a lot a lot no, more talented lo- around him it's, it's not a whole lot more talented but they are more talented than they were two years ago and, <laughs> oh, even and last year
0: <laughs> I don't think that any of the guys on this roster have had any real faith no. in a quarterback on this team no, for the last few years world. and the first thing that was broken after this whole scandal about uh, Zach Wilson cheating on his... Or not cheating, well, was, or sleeping with his former best friend's I mom. I think he was
1: cheating on his girl, though. and his girl. But his girl went to his his homie hopper. Yes, his girl his was the homie he was hopper. Play, he, was, he was playing Washington. Yeah,
0: and then her comeback to the homie hopper diss was, well, yeah, Zach's dating his... Uh, and Zach's dating my boyfriend's mom.
1: And he became even more of a legend.
0: Makai Becton, who's the left tackle
1: for the Jets, was like, that's my
0: quarterback. That's my fucking quarterback. That's my teammate. <laughs> I love that man.
1: So yeah, Larry's blessing him himself. He's no longer blessing himself. He's blessing uh, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, bless you.
0: Now, now in in the Meadowlands, if you're going to walk into the New York Jets locker room, you have to ask Zach Wilson permission first. Yes, and <laughs> then you also have to give him a date with your mom. Those and, are the two you prerequisites. Are, and you
1: keep your parents as far away as possible. That family box is is uh, <laughs> as far far away as possible now.
0: Hey, honey, can we meet that quarterback Zach Wilson? Nope. Nope. nope, nope, nope no, nope, you can't nope, actually. You can't. Uh, he doesn't like to meet family members. No, no. He's really? Not I haven't. <laughs> really? I haven't heard that. Okay, mom. We're I get done it.
1: Here. We're done here. <laughs>
0: you don't have to say anything. Uh, but no, I think, honestly, as long as Cleveland gets the raw end of this deal I, the, that's jacoby all gonna about.
1: be their quarterback jimmy that's that's the raw end. Of and the
0: it's game. it's unfortunate because i don't have any ill feelings towards jacoby Brissett, and the oh, guy the guy truly deserves to just have an ability to
1: he he should be he should be living the life of um davis mills th- no not davis mills who's the quarter who's the guy that was the backup in uh, chicago for so long
0: Oh, uh, Mike Lennon.
1: No, no, no! It's another bald guy. There's another chunky bald guy that got paid stupid money. Oh my God! I can't think of his name. I'll look it up. He should be just living the backup quarterback life, um, and, and nothing else. Bubby Brister.
0: I know that's a Broncos no, guy, but that no. that could be the bro- the backup that you're thinking of. No, that that type it's, it's of backup some, quarterback. You, when I say his name, you're gonna remember him. Rex Grossman. He was a starter. Kyle Orton ended up being the starter. Jay Cutler. Um, Why do I know so many Bears quarterbacks? Yeah, what are,
1: you, what are you doing with the Bears quarterbacks? Fuck, where is this? Hold on, let me look it up. I can find it, I can find it. But yeah, no, I, I look, Zach Wilson's a dog in him. It's funny, Sam Darnold got the run on the stick. That team has three, four quarterbacks now. It's kind of funny. The can the Panthers do? Yeah, because PJ Walker, PJ now Walker too. PJ yeah. Walker too. I mean, like it's.
0: I thought they would have got rid of
1: the the. PJ XFL, Walker's probably gone now. Yeah,
0: the XFL stud.
1: He's probably going go to go back chase Daniel. There it is, um, Chase Daniel, the guy that's the highest paid backup quarterback in NFL history. Uh, yeah. The guy for the Mizzou Tigers who has never who started two games in his career and getting paid like thirty million dollars. He should just live that life. He doesn't have to. He's smart. He's a very smart quarterback. Yeah. He's just not as talented as everyone else. He got thrown in a shitty situation in in Indianapolis Mm -hmm. because Andrew Luck left. And then he got thrown in a shitty situation in Miami where they thought he'd be the quarterback and then he got injured and then that whole thing happened. And then now he's even a shittier situation in Cleveland where Deshaun Watson all of a sudden is uh, making his life hell.
0: (laughs) Deshaun Watson has made that man, I mean, that that guy's going to have the worst start even if he's playing well all it's gone all he's gonna hear is i wish that deshaun could play or i wish the nfl wasn't so unfair with deshaun because as much as we talked about it last week and as much as i think a lot of people agree with us when the deshaun watson decision is handed down there are going to be Browns fans that have legitimate takes, like, this is fucking stupid. Roger Goodell is a communist, and the NFL just tries to punish teams who get go out and try and get players and improve themselves. And really, that's not at all what's going on. But I know that there's Browns fans that are going to skew it that way, because there were Ravens fans saying that Ray Rice should have been allowed to come back to their team. Yeah. And we had a video of him clocking his wife.
1: Yeah, it's... <laughs> His wife, the A F, the A F C North, otherwise known as the Jailhouse. I mean, you could go down like I, I, you can throw your team in here, Pac-Man Jones. I mean, you can go down the list of dudes that every team has somebody that's done something wrong at some point.
0: Pac-Man Jones adopted Chris Henry's son. As I know he's first been college. nothing
1: but good after, but you cannot tell me and sit here. The and three like, incidents <laughs> in the
0: in the strip club, and then also beating somebody up at an airport for no, can no reason. You could go
1: down a lot of lists of things. He's a great person now, but I do not want to mess with him when he's on so, Vontae's perfect. I you know mean, what the Browns hey.
0: should do? They should go get Ben. They should go get Big Ben. Oh my god! The,
1: the, oh, be a mentor to. Yeah, honestly, who's oh, going to be yeah. a better mentor? I, uh, I, I, know you're joking right now, but at the same time, that could be you know kind of true.
0: Oh, people in Cleveland have already thought no, about ways normal, to normal,
1: do that. No, but not about signing him, about mentoring him back. Because look, Ben Roethlisberger had the exact same thing nearly happen to him, and Roethlisberger still had a Hall of Fame career. Still, so so if anyone be like Deshaun Watson, you fucking take your shots. You are fucking piece of shit. Have everyone call you that, but then get over it. Get, try try to recreate your image and be be a better person. Try. I'm not saying you will. I'll say try and try to be a solid quarterback for a lot of years. That's that's exactly what Deshaun Watson is looking for right now. Because look, right now, if you're Deshaun Watson, what do you think? I don't know when I'm ever going to play again, right? You don't know what the what 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 the what the what the penalty is going to be. You don't know what's going to happen. If you look at Big Ben's situation, the same fucking shit happened. And you're like, oh, he still came back and played another 10 years after that. Yeah. Right? Right? Well, like, 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 as well, much as you want to hate on Raplesburger and all that shit, you, you got to think, if you're in Deshaun Watson's situation, you got to be like, Big Ben fucking fought through this. I got to figure out my way to do the exact same thing and re- try to recreate my image.
0: Yeah, I honestly... The, think about the difference between the two situations. I know, it's fucking. Ben Roethlisberger had two court cases he had to pay off. Deshaun 20, Watson's going to have yeah, or something ridiculously high. way, up. way, 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 way more money involved in this whole cover-up scandal thing with him. And uh, as long as they, the Browns and Deshaun Watson get the rightful punishment, and I think for the Browns, the rightful punishment is to have to go out there with a roster full of guys that you should be competitive. You should. I hope you go 0-17. I really <laughs> hope. And I hope you lose every game by six touchdowns.
1: I don't think that'll happen because it's there's not going too many talented to, yeah, people around that and they're gonna,
0: they're gonna run into like a, a. Honestly, Carolina is probably gonna be pretty bad. Even with Baker I'm Mayfield.
1: going to bet on Carolina the first week. I don't care. I think that they'll this, win. This the first is week. this is the Kansas situation all over again. This is the, uh, Oklahoma versus Kansas, where Baker was grabbing his crotch. yelling at let them on the sideline. I am all bored the Carolina winning for week one.
0: How much? There's do you, nothing how much, Baker
1: wants to do more than to win that game.
0: Here's the bet that I'll I'll try. I'll, I wish that we could make for you. Baker Mayfield, as the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers, week one against Cleveland. Uh, is it in Cleveland? Do you, no, it's in Carolina. It's in Carolina. But he throws the touchdown pass, and then his celebration, he gets massaged. No. He pays him a masseuse, brings out a table in the end zone, and lays down and gets a massage.
1: Oh, God. I think they may do something fucking stupid like that. They may give him a neck massage, like jokingly, just like – Either way, I, I know we're fucking joking about terrible shit, but we have to. At this, the point only way to the get NFL over it. wants to yeah. joke about it, we will too.
0: If, yeah, if the NFL is not going to take it seriously. Why should we? Um, I do think there's a chance that Carolina could possibly increase their win total to I the point where do. they're they're just going to hang around that in-the-hunt graphic for the, the rest of the season now. Absolutely. Last season, it was pretty much over with. We had the nice little moment where Cam said he was back, but Cam wasn't really back. Uh, shout out Cam Newton, by the way, because he went on – Uh, Ryan Clark's podcast, and he did come out and say, "Like I wanted to do the things that I wanted to do, I put myself in a bad situation in New England because I tried to move midway through the off season, and then I tried to have to learn and understand that entire offense, and it just didn't work. Even as as good as an athlete as he was, he's he he said it like with my mind couldn't keep up with me, and I was having to think in the middle of the play. I knew I was I was was toast. So he at least came out and admitted it. But Carolina." really started off – I mean, Sam Darnold had them 3-1. and one. We were talking about the Panthers in the same way that we were talking about the Broncos when the Broncos were sitting there at 3-1, th- at and one, or were they 4-0? We were 3-0. Oh. Both teams, and oh, both
1: yep. teams started 3-0, oh, I think.
0: Yeah, so, and the rug got pulled out from underneath the Panthers a little bit sooner. With
1: a healthy Christian McCaffrey, Baker Mayfield, and having DJ Moore out there, who's a very suitable receiver. As and well. Robbie, Anderson. Robbie you th- Anderson. You think Robbie
0: Anderson is going to just drop the pa- drop no. the ball? <laughs> so I don't like this guy.
1: He, he – Apparently, he came out and said, I'm just protecting my guy, which I get because he was yeah. a, he was his quarterback in New York, too, because those two were on that shit team also. So, I get it, but at the same time, Baker is a much better quarterback, in my opinion, than Darnold. And if you look at that division, they're not better than Tampa. I think you can make a conversation with New Orleans. Yeah, I think you make because right now New Orleans without Sean Payton, brand new system. Who knows what they're going to look like? You can make, and I think they're better than. I think they're right, if not even better with with uh, um, Atlanta by far and away. A healthy Carolina team could sneak their way into the playoffs with a seventeen playoff. Think about that, right? A seventeen playoff does that for you. So who knows? They could they could surprise some people.
0: Yeah, I think. The, the opportunity for surprising Carolina is high um, and they have the money too. like that ownership group that came in similar to line. what we're going to see with the Broncos now and the, and the Walton group also we'll, we'll talk about the, the new person that they added into that leadership group. Cause that was a, a major headline earlier as well, but just having the ability to put a lot of money behind your franchise is a big deal. And Carolina has that ability They have a guy that could possibly solidify himself as a true starter. And think about it. It's going to be this season. For Carolina, they get this year. If Baker's not able to do it, you can throw Sam back out there and and see if maybe fifth or sixth times the charm. If not, you're going to suck dick and be able to draft a quarterback in a much better class next season. Mm-hmm. So Carolina really can't come out of this thing as a loser. Yeah, no in all honesty. If you're
1: taking a shot on a guy. What's what's worst case scenario? Your team sucks and you go after a quarterback next year and probably one of the best quarterback draft classes we'll ever see with Stroud, Bryce Young. Um you go down the list of guys there's there's a lot of depth of quarterback mm-hmm. next year, unlike this year. So why not take a chance on a guy that's looking for free handouts to do anything and if he proves himself right you'll make the playoffs and then you see and you have a quarterback that's under twenty five years old, right? <laughs> like like you can work with him and see see what you got from him and then you build around him and then you go from there.
0: It is going to be interesting to see how that.
1: Most you, you want to say shit about Baker. Oh. He won a playoff game in Pittsburgh.
0: He wasn't and he wasn't the he reason have that the Browns. Last year. But it, but it wasn't was, he wasn't. He had about fault. ten different surgeries yeah. too. It was. To they should have just. Like if the Browns wanted to be big and bold and make big decisions, they shouldn't have paid Deshaun they Watson all of that money. They, they should, should have, have did
1: that deal for Russell Wilson that, the exact or,
0: deal. or sit Baker down as soon as because everybody saw when he got sacked on that play that ended up blowing He's his done. shoulder. Everybody knew he was hurt. Everybody knew he could barely throw a football after that point. You sit your guy down, part of being a number one overall draft pick is that the team has to have your back a little bit, and too. And they did not have his back at they all. They did not have his back. They put it all on him. Uh, I was honestly a little bit surprised that Kevin Stefanski let it go as long as he did because for as much as I hate the Browns organization and the other people making decisions for them, I think Kevin Stefanski is actually a guy trying to do Good the, the, the right, right thing. yeah but it just it was all wrong and that entire situation was mishandled and now we're seeing the aftermath of that and and honestly we're seeing a little bit of baker being a petulant child like what other guy is going to sit there and say no I refuse. I'm not going to play for you because you wanted somebody else.
1: <laughs> but a normal person would have done the exact same thing? Absolutely. A normal person, a no- yes. No- any normal person would have done the exact same thing. A know. guy who cares
0: about <laughs> his teammates, though, isn't going <laughs> to okay, just... Okay.
1: Let's let's put this in, in real-world terms. You're a teacher. You're the best teacher in the school's history. Or you're the best teacher the school's ever had in fucking 30 years. You you take the school to the top of, of of the charts. You 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 uh you are um you are you are your your class has nothing but high grades, and then your school comes in and is like yep the sex offender over here is going to be take your position and now you are going to be a substitute teacher. You're going to make ha- no money. You're not going you're not going to get any endorsements. All those endorsements you just had are gone. All 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 those teacher perks gone, and yep you're gonna you're gonna sit there and you're gonna like it. No, <laughs> no. The sexual, hey. the
0: sexual predator part of that is what makes it, because it, that's what pushes it a, if, if, a little bit further than just if, the the whiny crybaby. I want to play. If this yeah.
1: is Deshaun Watson without any of this happening, no one would be mad. Yeah, he would not be about this. But because of the 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 unknown situation of how long he's going to be out and what the situation can be. It's, it's, it's the biggest slap in the face to a guy that won you your first playoff game, first regular season game in two Opened up your beer coolers. Opened up your beer coolers. You go down a list of things for a guy that you had all the faith in.
0: He's been watching over your, your stadium for the last two years also, so you guys owe him some some respect. And now that we have established Baker Mayfield's been house-sitting for the Browns and, and should be kind of in his right to look at the organization and say, you guys aren't doing me right Your team made a step today that a lot of people are are giving a lot of praise to. And they invited Condoleezza Rice onto their... Is, it, uh, is, it, is she got an kind of actual position?
1: The, I think it's part of the ownership group. Yeah. I don't know exactly the the title. She's going to be
0: some, some sort of advisor on the ownership committee, I believe.
1: Well, all it shows me is that Walton is, 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 has the money, and he's saying, okay, I'm going to get a bunch of smart people together and have them run the team. It's literally all it is. <laughs> Walton's like, I got the money. Y'all motherfuckers figure everything else out. And 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 I'll get the praise for it, right? That's all it that means, and, and it, it shows me that this team is willing to build a championship team again, and to, to take the steps in the right right space. Mm-hmm. I, I like I said, I I'm not gonna sit here and act like I know a lot of, I'm I'm not a politics person. I don't know anything about this lady. I don't know anything about the other lady um that that's married to to the Star Wars guy either. But all I know is they're two good businesswomen, and if they bring good bring butts in the seat and put a good team on the field, then I don't care.
0: It is. I mean, I don't. I think that Condoleezza Rice has been involved in sports teams before. I might be wrong, so don't necessarily quote me on that. It can't be. At least it's one thing that it shows you that Walden is going to be listening to other people. And this football, and yeah. and just the, also the societal wave in general. Mm. This wasn't. If we're going to be honest, if this was six years ago there's not really going to be a huge draw for condoleezza rice oh, no. to be involved in this kind of situation mm-hmm. now with everything and all the social hell that we've been through in the last six plus years and, and all, everything there's, there's a theory going around we've had our little conspiracy theory segment that we used to do the theory going around is that the world got sucked into a wormhole in the summer of 2016 and we've all that's why COVID happened and and everything like that. So since we've had to go through all of that, now Condoleezza Rice being involved in the Denver Broncos ownership group, it's not as crazy it's, as it would no, have sounded.
1: No, it's not crazy at all. Like I said, like I said as long like, I don't I don't care who's running the team. Like I said, I, I just care how they treat the team, how they do things. Because like I said. There hasn't been a better owner in the city of Denver since, other than Pat Bowen. It starts and ends with that conversation. Whenever you move on from that trust, move on from him in general, yes, it's been a few years since he passed away, but whenever you move on from that name in that building, then you have to go in the right direction, and, and Rob Bolton is doing the right things to get the right people in place. There's zero doubt about that.
0: Uh, last topic on the NFL that I wanted to touch on, too, is the Lamar Jackson debate. I mentioned... I
1: mean, a swore, by the way. He is jacked. <laughs> He's, He's fucking on that DK Metcalf diet right now. Those pictures that were coming out be like, oh, Ravens, how are you not extending him right now?
0: <laughs> I would probably just extend him based on, yeah, the physical physically... There is nothing There's nothing wrong no. with Lamar Jackson, and you should be paying has, him money one, like a quarterback. He one of
1: the most gifted quarterbacks in this league. It, look, we are I
0: honestly think he's one of the most gift, gifted pro athletes.
1: Yes, the way he can move with the ball and, and throw the ball. I mean, you, you go down a list of things, and you still have not extended him. Like, 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 look at that draft class. It's, it's funny. Look at that draft class. Baker Mayfield just got traded. Sam Darnold on the same team with Baker Mayfield. Um, Josh Rosen not in the league anymore. Um, Josh Allen, there's your outlet. That's the one. The, there's the other Besides outlier.
0: Lamar Jackson, and then
1: Lamar Jackson. Obviously, I put Josh Allen ahead of Josh, or I put Josh Allen ahead of Lamar Jackson. But those are two of the top t- at least ten quarterbacks in the league. Two of the best. Top ten quarterbacks in the league, and you're still being like, eh, I don't think we should extend him. Come on, like, what are you gonna do? Draft Bryce Young next year and do the do the exact same thing? No, your quarterback. Look, it, it started with ho- trading Hollywood Brown that he didn't love. Who? The only reason that he's sticking around right now is because Mark Andrews is still there and still hugging him and being 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 his safety net. Because you have done nothing to help him, uh-huh. like nothing. He is he is will that franchise out of the dweller of of the post Ed Reed Ray Lewis era. That team was was hanging on a thread by Joe Flacco for so many years. Yeah. Now they're a legit team with a, with a top five quarterback, top ten quarterback, whatever you want to say. And you have done nothing offensively to help him. Literally, nothing. No, it like think about it. This is this is the this is the. The the same conversation we can have with, like...
0: I was going to relate it back to our conversation we had about Zion last year. Zion, yeah. Because, I said, Lamar's probably one of the most gifted pro athletes, especially for his sport. And and that's a good comparison because Zion can do things that a lot of other people in the NBA can't do. And Lamar Jackson can throw the ball, run the ball and honestly if he could throw it and, and catch it himself, it himself he probably could be very good at playing receiver too. I get why the interest was there when he was coming out in the draft to see him play at receiver. But he can do things that a good 90% of your your league cannot do. No. Yet you still have to consider giving him a contract extension. Like the the Pelicans did it and Zion's played about as many minutes in the NBA as I have.
1: Yeah, it's it's not much at all.
0: And Lamar Jackson won an MVP, got the the Ravens to the playoffs – the year after the that, he AFC took over for Flacco. Too. Got them divisional round. They lost to the Titans in the divisional round. Oh, that's right. That wasn't the championship wasn't it a
1: year after or a year before they went. Not they eight, never now.
0: got past the the divisional that's round. Right, that's right. Because they lost to the Chargers with against Phillip Rivers in the wild card right, in his first right, playoff. And right. then the next season, they were fourteen and two and got punked by. That's right. That's right. Uh, Tennessee. So he's done. He's not done all of the things that you would like to see him do. And there's still people in the Baltimore fan base that wish Joe Flacco was the quarterback because he he won them a Super Bowl and was a Super Bowl MVP. But he's obviously done enough. Like if if Joe Burrow didn't happen for the Bengals, I would be sitting here today as a Bengals fan. Like, do whatever the fuck you he need can. to do to get Lamar Jackson. So,
1: someone is gonna be real happy when you let go of them. Someone someone like Seattle. Someone like um, the Seattle's like, just
0: uh, waiting. Like Seattle has a light on in the house, but, just like Lamar.
1: They're they're laughing, and be like, "How hey, you fuckers that going to deal with Drew Lock? We're tanking right now. Yeah. <laughs> you all think? <laughs> oh, you think Drew <laughs> Lock is our long term <laughs> That's funny. You guys think he's he's part of our? <laughs> plan? They haven't named him the starter yet. They still think Gino's going to be the quarterback. So that's all you need to know about that situation. But yeah, I if you're Seattle, if you're the likes of Houston, and you can't for whatever reason land, um, fucking Bryce Young or CJ Stroud, why the hell would you not go get this guy? Like if you're if if you're Dallas if you're the Cowboys you and Dak falls off you go after this guy if you're Washington Commanders you go after this guy if you're the Eagles you I mean you could go down the fucking the Giants I mean the list of of teams that would just be so much better are incredible like 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 you add Lamar Jackson to the mix this team, there's so many teams that are already incredibly better
0: yeah it, 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 it's kind of weird to me that John Jim John Harbaugh, John Harbaugh is the coach of Baltimore. Oh, yeah. He has he's normally a guy that's on the cutting edge, and he's been the all the things that he's been the most proud about has been because of Lamar. Like that rushing record that he com- that he said meant a lot to him and his team. That was because Lamar Jackson was there. They don't break that 200 yard no. rushing streak if if Lamar Jackson isn't there, oh, running for 50 to 150 every single week and making grown men some of the best athletes in the world look like they're playing just a, on a different different game load
1: yeah it's it'd be one of the biggest mistakes possible and you think about it, look the Ravens won two Super Bowls with Joe Flacco and Trent Hill for his quarterback two guys who 10 years 15 years from now, you're like who like legit and you finally have a quarterback that's probably one of your greatest quarterbacks in your and your team's history. I think he's Could the be best. In conversation, he's conversation. the best
0: quarterback that that they've had since they moved from Cleveland to Baltimore.
1: Like you have a chance to, 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 to be something. Obviously, with the Johnny United Colts, probably have that conversation. But Baltimore Colts. But yeah, no, I Lamar well, Jackson probably one of the best quarterbacks that has ever suited up in a Ravens uniform, and I don't think that's that hard of a take anymore because of the talent he has. And you were to have. Refused to put talent around him. Refused, like it's it's.
0: (laughs) Do you also think it's a little bit because he's representing himself and doesn't have agency? Because they did a similar, they were doing similar stuff with Richard Sherman until he proved that he deserved that money.
1: Maybe, maybe that's why. Maybe because he doesn't know how to market himself. But I'm more on the side. If you're Lamar Jackson, you your team just traded your number one receiver. Yeah. At some point, you're like, what are we doing here, guys? Like, like, any normal person would be like, all right, I don't know where this team's at. Like, seriously. Like, like it's the it's the Damian Lillard thing, right? Damian Lillard is one of the most loyal people in the world. He'll fucking die on the grave that he's a Portland Trailblazer. But that man has not had any help for so many years. And he's going to die in a hole being like, I oh, was well, a Trailblazer for life, but I never did anything. I was a great player in my position, top whatever player in my position. And I still was never going to win anything because the organization never did anything for me.
0: Yeah, speaking of dame time, we'll transition to the NBA now. He signed a two year, $122 million extension to stay in Portland. And the reasoning behind that was if he went somewhere else and won a championship, it wouldn't be as fulfilling as if he went when he wins it in Portland.
1: Yeah, I'm just glad he didn't go to LA, okay? Because all those rumors were swirling at one point in the offseason, and I hated it.
0: Yeah, and. Uh, it's a cool story because I know that Dame has gone through a lot and kind of corrected himself too and and now he's the face of that franchise. but I wouldn't say that he's one of those pro athletes that's going to die before he no, yeah, before yeah. he gets an NBA championship. He's more than happy collecting his 122 million dollar check riding and, off to the and he'll play he'll play basketball from they start do they normally start in October or November? Usually uh, end of October. Yeah, so he'll he'd rather just play basketball end of October to about March or March April, April and being yeah. happy with he it. He might want to play one round in the NBA playoffs, but he's got to get to Cabo
1: soon. So, yeah, I, and, and continue on his rap career, basically, yeah. 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 So, so look, I, I applaud Dame. I think I'm interested to see what the team looks like because, obviously, no McCallum this year. They'll have Jeremy Grant, um, obviously, yep, that's Jeremy Grant, the guy we talked about over 80 episodes ago, being like, we need this guy, don't let him go, don't let him go, and he's falling off the face of the earth, that guy. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm interested to see what that Portland team does, but Dame got it back, and, and if you're Portland, there was no other option you don't throw a bag at him you're you're back in the basketball hell Mm
2: -hmm.
0: there was no they really didn't have like that team got rid of all of the other pieces that could have been possible plan b and there was i mean there the rumor was last year for him to go to los angeles instead of westbrick and it didn't happen. The rumors were trade Westbrook for Dame this time. And now the
1: rumors are trade Westbrook for uh, for Kyrie. Oh, I mean, I'm sorry, Westbrook. Not yeah, Westbrook. you can go Westbrook. down. Westbrook. You could go down a list of guys. Of are speaking of Dame, he's funny. Yeah. He's Popping up on our commercials. We're talking about it. But yeah, no, it's 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 funny. I I he that was one of the most entertaining games I've ever watched in my life. That playoff game two years ago with my hand up in the air, the the, the MPJ shot in the corner where Dame dropped 60 points and it was a fucking foul him because I don't want him to shoot another shot. Don't let him shoot! <laughs> where, where you literally your hands be like, Fuck, Please don't let him keep shooting. <laughs> it, it was that bad. Good God, get him off the floor. <laughs> so, so yeah. Look, Dame Dame is an incredible talent. The fucking logo, Lilith world. But who knows what this this Portland team does for him.
0: The other moves that happened or are rumored to be happening in the NBA, Indiana and Phoenix are close to a sign-in trade for which, DeAndre Eight.
1: Which is interesting because Miles Turner is probably going to be coming back. Miles Turner is the other big man in Indiana who's honestly been a pretty good center for a lot of years, just has been on a terrible team in Indiana for a while. So Miles Turner will come back the other way, um, I'm not sure who because we'll, they're not going to get rid of Halliburton. They're not going to get rid of Duran or any of those guys. Um, but if you're a Phoenix, this is – a lose-lose scenario. Look, Aiden wants, wants gone, and Miles Turner is not the talent DeAndre Aiden is at all. Why
0: does he want gone?
1: Because the coaching did not did not play in the right way, and he wanted to be used more. He Look, he played eight minutes in that closeout game against Dallas. Eight minutes. Your okay. starting center, who was a rookie of the year candidate, who was a fringe all-star this year, top five center of the league, played eight minutes in a right. closeout game. And
0: we've also had this discussion on this show. Was DeAndre Ayton playing like DeAndre Ayton, who would have rather not shown up for the game? Because (laughs) a lot of the times that we've seen him not play as much as we think he should have or didn't dominate the game that he wanted to was his mental toughness. Like, he wasn't... Mentally tough enough to play in the way that they need, and, to and he through.
1: may get. Th- and when he was, when he was on his game, look what happened to them. He flew. He 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 was a star for not this year, last year's playoffs, two years playoffs ago. He I picked was,
0: him as the X factor. He Phoenix was the X, X
1: factor for Phoenix until they ran into Giannis get into the NBA finals. Yeah. A- and if you're the Suns, you're losing Aiton. This team is. Getting older and, and, and not as good, in my opinion. I, I mean, look, this team is taking a step back if you lose Aiton. Aiton is your future. Devin Booker and your future. Chris Paul is not your future. I'm sorry. From breaking news, Phoenix, Chris Paul is not your future. Devin Booker and Aiden are your future. You get rid of one of those two, you're like – Oh, here comes Steve Nash all over again. Right? Think about this. Like, Look, look people forget the Steve Nash era. So good with Rajah Bell. So good with Sean Marion. You traded, uh, look, I'm not comparing Miles Turner to Shaq, but you traded Sean Marion over to Miami for Shaquille O'Neal. You didn't make it past the second round of the playoffs. That, and, and, and you were running into a scenario where like, we had our chances. We had one year. We had one and a half years, but you—you you seemed like the team to win it all this year. No one was going to stop you, and then you shot yourself in the foot and and basically ran into the menace that is Luka Doncic. I mean, I mean, look—it's it, funny. Phoenix's uh, uh peak of their uh, of their their title window opened and closed as long as uh, Jamal Murray has been injured. That's all you need to know. In a year and a half, Phoenix were uh, were a finals team. A number one seed in the West, best record in the West by far and away, and best record in the league. And they fall to the second round. I think they're I mean, the
0: quickest rise and fall of any of the teams that we've covered on and, this And show. look,
1: I hope that they, they can figure it out. Because if there's one, look, I hate the Suns and Four guys still, have the burning passion inside of me. I, I saw a guy with a Suns and Four shirt. I was like, what are you doing around here? The other day, and I was just pissed off. I was at the fucking Butterfly Pavilion. Don't ask me why I was there. But I saw a guy with a Suns and Four shirt. And I was like, you just. Either way, I, I have nothing but love for that You're team and that city. Kind of I, I have nothing but love for and I hope that they, they can win something eventually because I love Steve Ash growing up and I love the Phoenix area, but, man, they're going to have to figure out something if they get rid of Aiden. Cause, cause they I- already
0: had to figure something out because, remember, they were the worst, worst team on the NBA restart, went undefeated in the bubble regular season play-in, yep. whatever they were doing, and missed the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So they've already gone from the outhouse – to the penthouse as the number one seed in the Western Conference, and now back to the outhouse. It Really, do you share my sentiment that the West has gotten way weaker so far in NBA free agency? Mm. Because outside of Golden State, I don't. See, I don't see. I didn't see Dallas I, do anything that makes them uh, more.
1: Da- Dallas got Christian Wood, which which I know you don't know who that is, but Christian Wood. I may they, be completely <laughs> off on from that Houston take, Rockets but. is a solid player. Minnesota absolutely got better. Utah got worse. Um, Golden State, in my opinion, probably got better. Um, Lakers, if they get Kyrie Irving, they will already be better. Um, but Clippers are the Clippers. What uh, about the Clippers?
0: Because John Wall is a big deal.
1: Clippers got better because they didn't have Kawhi Leonard all last season. So that Kawhi Leonard being back is, is going to be a massive difference. Bigger than John Wall? <laughs> I love the John Wall. But, but, but yeah, no, Clippers are going to be a problem next year too. So yeah. I think the West is still better. I think the East got depleted a little bit more. Um but I because look Brooklyn is is gonna fall apart. Brooklyn's absolutely gonna fall apart but the West I think did get stronger and, and you look at the young the young movement too with the West, what's happening with these bad teams like the Chet Holmgrens, the the Keegan Murrays I mean all in the West a bunch of young dogs in the West mm-hmm. that could that could shine for years to come.
0: Let's talk a little bit. Uh, actually, Danilo. We mentioned Danilo a couple weeks ago. Danilo ba- ba- yeah. signed a two-year contract in Boston for thirteen point three million.
1: Boston thought that was Bo Cruz, so they signed him. Like you're not Bo Cruz. Oh damn it! Oh damn! It. Oh shoot!
0: Wait a second. That c- guy's c- not real. C- can when
1: you get some? Can we get? Can we put a sleeve on Danilo and, and cut his hair weird and give him a beard and call him Bo? <laughs> and also
0: make him speak Spanish, not Italian. Make him speak Spanish. What do you mean he's Italian? Gallinari? Ah oh, oh, shit.
1: No, we're we'll changing that the boat cruise right now, buddy. Go get you a sleeve right now.
0: <laughs> Welcome to Boston, Mr. Vasquez. What? <sighs> no. <laughs> you know what we're doing uh, let's talk a little bit about summer league
1: um, I've enjoyed the hell out of it I know I know I, I got shit for it I know people were like I'm watching the USFL over the, the summer league what the fuck was oh no people it
0: was close people basically just said that we're both
1: fucking weirdos both, and that we don't care we about both baseball. have no
0: life because we're both watching spring sports and in, in the sports that aren't actually going on summer sports in, in and yeah. leagues
1: that we shouldn't really care but I you know, was
0: I think I got edged out as the bigger idiot for watching USFL football. it's
1: okay well, I mean, I mean, look, look the, the Summer League is basically... Um, preseason basketball, but it means something for young guys. I, the best way you I – ring now. The best – yeah. Like I told you before, we started recording Chris Paul's playing in the Summer League next year to go get a ring, and he'll still lose. Um, but, yeah, no, this the Summer League, the best way I can explain it to people that don't watch the Summer League, I've been there. I love going to Summer League. It's, Vegas is a good time. Obviously, everybody loves Vegas. But being there, walk, the, the arena is at UNLV. There's the practice building arena and the big stadium where two games going on at once. And it's basically Rucker Park on steroids best way to put it. It is a bunch of dudes that are fighting for jobs mm-hmm. and a few stars. You're your Paulo Manchero who's fucking outstanding. But he's our, they shut him down for Summer League. They said, nope, you're too good. We're not injuring you anymore. You're better than everyone here. We're done. You're not playing anymore Summer League games. Basically, To him, You have the Chets. You have the Keegan Murrays. You have the J. Nives, You have all these guys that are like, man, they're so fucking fun to watch. But then you look at the stats you're like, Chet only had like six points? And you're like, that makes sense. For a person might like, because that makes sense. Because look, if you're a good team or you're not, a ba- sorry, a bad team, and you have a t- high draft pick, you play this guy fucking ten minutes, and you d- you let him get some legs underneath him, play against mm-hmm. good competition, and then you sit him, because there's twelve guys on the roster that are all trying to earn a spot. Because think about this: only two or three guys per roster in the summer league make the actual roster. The game we're watching right now, half of these guys going to be in the G League looking for two-way contracts, you name it. And and two or three guys on each team, it could be less, could be more, depending on the situation, get on this team. The rest of these guys aren't necessarily wearing playing for the, the name on the front of the jersey because they could be playing their hearts out for fucking Orlando and go end up in Oklahoma City because they played against them on a random Monday night. Because they balled out against them. That's how a summer league works. and It's, it's so much fun because, like I said, it's a, it, you see the Stars play, and then you have a bunch of dogs fighting. That's exactly what it is. A bunch of dogs just scrapping and clawing. It's college basketball with a slight step up. It's nice of
0: the magic to just play like they do in the regular season during the summer <laughs> league too. So I don't because normally in the summer league games when I look up and see like OKC with eighty five points and winning by twenty, I'm like, what? That what the hell Are happened? we back in two thousand and eight or whatever? Oh yeah, it's yeah, on twelve it, with KD hard with the, the rest, beard. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know what's going on here, but Orlando always plays it straight up. Uh, guys, that you think that have really stood out to you are going to be X-Factors besides the Chet Holgr- Holmgrins and the James Wisemans because those are guys. James getting... Wiseman
1: looks really good right now. Moses Moody is a guy. I mean, look, Golden State's throwing everyone out there right now. Moses Moody and Kaminga are both playing. They're playing really, really also, well. Oh, so they just want another ring? Yeah. They I mean, want the regular <laughs> ring and the, and the summer they, league ring? They're ring chasing really well. Two, uh, look, I've been watching a lot more Nuggets. Like, I've, I've watched both Nuggets games like twice already because I'm like, man, I'm looking at these guys. I, I, before I get on the Nuggets, two guys in in my opinion, Paulo, obviously he's been the number one pick, incredible I think he's going to be an absolute stud um, Christopher for Houston has been uh, on and off too, uh, I think it's Josh Christopher, uh, I can't think of his name, he's been really good too, and then the other name, Jaden Hardy out of Dallas, if you don't know his name, know his name now, Jaden Hardy, a guy who Played for the G League night last year. Um, didn't play college ball. I watched him play in high school at the Hoopall Classic, and this guy is a steal for Dallas right now. I think he's gonna step in right in for Jalen Brunson. Brunson got that bag in New York. He's a guy that I think will pair with Luca at one point, and those will be it'll be a really good back uh, backcourt deal. He has some injury concerns, why he dropped the second round, but a guy that looks really good as Jayden Hardy, in my opinion. And then let's look at this Nuggets team. Man, I love these rookies. Oh, I love these rookies. Christian Brown is a fucking dog. You wanna, you want, you talk about a perfect guy, a perfect guy that's just gonna come in. Do what he's told, excite the crowd, and piss off a bunch of people. That's Christian Brown.
0: Would you have to two of those guys back-to-back years? Because that was what Bones was <laughs> uh, in, it, at it, the beginning all, of the summer league last oh, year. It's,
1: both of these those are fucking dogs. And then you look at the other two picks. My standout player, Ishmael Kamagate. Yes, Ishmael Kamagate, a guy that's playing the, the center role for the Nuggets uh, summer league team. This guy is going to be Jokic's backup for a lot of years. This guy has been – look, He is very raw, very young obviously. But you put some meat on him, you get him in the weight room, you have him begging some bodies low. He's a great defender already. Nice. And, look, I'm, I'm saying great defender because it's fucking summer league. He's a great defender against those guys in summer league. Nothing goes to the rim very easily untouched without Kamigate there in the middle. He's a fantastic. And then you look at the other guy who drafted at the end of the first round with Peyton Watson, a guy that averaged two points in college. Average two and a half points of college at UCLA. A guy that, that, that we were taking a long shot on. He looks like he could be a a, uh, a Herb Jones slash Jared Vanderbilt type. Where he just comes in as long, lanky motherfucker. And that will just play good, hard defense. And that's all we need. Like I said, we don't need stars. We need good role players. And right now, look, Kamigate and... Peyton Watson aren't going to be getting much play time. There's no doubt about that. Christian Brown may, get, may, may fight some, for some PT on the bench. But you just need some guys that are ready to buy into the system, and that's exactly what, what, what the Summer League team has se- seems like it's, it has right now.
0: That's when you really find out where your team is and where your scouting has been is when you got guys that are – the depth If you get depth in a summer league game, you're like you're on another level. And, and
1: look, you talk about Adonis Arms, another guy that looks like could be going to talk about a fucking name. Adonis Arms, that's a fucking name. A guy that's a backup point guard or that, that that looking for a two-way deal. You have Colin Gillespie, a, a national champion. The Nuggets drafted slash signed two national champions. Christian Brown, obviously, last year with Kansas. And two years ago, three years ago, Villanova with Colin Gillespie. The leader of that team was Colin Gillespie. He's playing, running your point guard minutes. Right now, Rip it. rest in peace, Faku Capazzo, because that motherfucker I will never have to see again in a military uniform. But but there there there's some young guys that are Boneses that are those types that are going to get thrown into in the mix with injuries, because injuries happen, mm-hmm. and you don't know what your is going to look like completely. And Bones may Bones is a, Bones is Bones, okay? He doesn't have a whole lot of meat on him yet, so you have to have those guys behind him. And I love the way this young group. No one has been able to draft and. And develop young guys like the Denver Nuggets. Like there are a few teams out there that can say like, yes, this we drafted this guy. Yes, we we created him off of nothing. Like the Denver Nuggets. You can say Milwaukee. You're possibly saying uh, Phoenix as well with the with Aiton and Devin Booker. But we all know mm-hmm. what we just talked about. So. I'm really excited for this team. Like I said, I've been watching a lot of the Summer League. Paolo is the big standout. I think I think Orlando has a massive home run hit with him. I think he he, he just looks like a man amongst boys. Yes, it's Summer League. I know it's Summer League. I know it's Summer League, but I cannot praise how much. Like I said, college, look, there's college basketball, there's Summer League basketball, there's G League, and then there's NBA. I put Summer League right on the same level as G League, even more competitive, because those guys are are same exact way, same exact style. They're right on the cusp of making the League. and look when i went to summer league what was it 2017 maybe 2018 or one of those years i went into the back gym the fucking back gym where where, where it was the, the, the side gym where people were trying to get to the big gym it was funny we were like there's, there's some pretty good guys in here man These guys are there's athletic They got numbers like, like my dad was joking We went for an agency thing and, and we were like This guy's pretty decent Like what do you think these, Why are these guys not in the bigger gym Fucking 10 steps to the UNLV gym You're like yep that's why Cause every single person on one of these rosters is gonna fucking smoke you, and, and at the YMCA <laughs> every day of the week. Yeah. That's the funny thing about it. like like the, like look the NBA the talent level is so high right now, so high, and some of the exact same way. It's a bunch of dudes scratching and crawling. Um, I'm like I said, I, I love I'm a basketball nerd. I don't know how to bet on baseball, so I've been betting on on some of basketball, and I'm winning too. That's what so. you
0: as as well you should. Um. No, I, I think basketball is a sport where not everybody understands that because I've heard stories about Chris hustling dudes at the YMCA thinking that guys say, oh, yeah, I'll play you one-on-one, first to ten, make it, take it, because I think that you're going to try and drive to the rim. And no, Chris he is sitting on the outside. pulls two threes in your yeah.
1: face and fucking kills you. Like, you oh, don't get the ball it. back. Oh, that's it. Um, I guess I lose. It's a different level. Like it's like a joke around Brian Scott the yep. the Red Mamba or the White Mamba. Excuse me, the White Mamba. That guy goes to this local YMCA, and everyone's like, "Oh, this fucker sucks." He plays me. people for he's like steals shoes. He play, from people. He, he <laughs> plays people for money. That and
0: or just the shoes off your feet. And, and and I'm not even gonna shoe. wear them. Like I wear, a, you wear a size tw- ten, I wear a size sixteen. I don't care. I you, just want your shoes.
1: You play. He pl- he plays make it take and You don't get the ball back. No,
2: <laughs>
0: We're gonna try attempt to transition to talking about the NHL, but I do need to mention this: the NBA and the NHL both have guaranteed contracts. The kind of money that's being thrown around in the NBA I, is laughable I was, compared
1: yeah, to what the NHL is getting. If right I was
0: in exa- the highest paid guys right now in the NHL, are getting like eight, half eight half to ten of what yeah.
1: Jalen Brunson signed a five year, one hundred twenty million dollar deal, and he hasn't he's never been an All Star. So, so that's all you need to know. So
0: the money's just different. That's all yeah. I can say.
1: Well, actually I think we'll get there. I, I think the CSPN deal. I think it's it's a much it's a very fast growing sport. So who take knows? away the hard fucking cap, man. Yeah.
0: Already, come on. Everybody knows, and and also everybody knows that the team who wins is going to be more than likely a team that somehow circumvents the cap. Exactly. That's just that's, what, that's what's how been it going happens. On. Yeah. So. If instead of making them cheat, why don't we just make it a soft cap and also raise it a while? Because you're gonna. This should have proven to you that you're gonna make more money than you know what to do with with Absolutely. this new ESPN and TNT deal. I hope TNT gets a Stanley Cup final over ESPN at some point. I don't I, think they, it. They, it
1: probably they won't. won't, but <laughs> they, won't. They, won't. they should. They should. The NBA has never done it that. I way, know the too. NBA hasn't. It's, it's because of the ABC tie. because yeah. they can put the final on. On on local TV, that's that's the one draw. TNT, you can't necessarily do that. No, you can you can put it on ABC. You can put it on these channels that are just thrive for NBA playoffs and NHL playoffs, and anybody, literally anybody, can watch it.
0: I know that they're competing and they're rivals, but then we should at least get the opportunity or the ability to have the TNT guys as an option because the ESPN... The only bad thing about this ESPN deal is the fact that Ray Ferraro and Sean McDonough have to get as much screen time as they do. And Kevin Weeks... I like Kevin Weeks, but Chelios and Messier are not good analysts. No, they're not. And... uh, (laughs) Telio still has a little bit of a that Detroit chip on his yeah, shoulder. A
1: little, yeah, he's a little bit of get-off-my-screen yeah. vibe. Like, I don't care about you still. Yeah, yeah.
0: Let's talk about, because the NHL offseason has been moving quickly. It's actually been moving quickly for a while because we were following one of the teams in the Stanley Cup finals race. We weren't paying attention God, damn, to as well, we much to of it. We
1: fucking talk about the offseason now. A little, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, but,
0: but it's an offseason where the Avalanche are Stanley Cup exactly, champions. Exactly,
1: and even if, this, even if players leave for us, they still get to have the cup for a week. Or a day or whatever it is, um, um, I want I want to. Before we get into the free agency news, I do want to touch on one quick thing. The NHL draft last week. For whatever reason, I watched the NHL draft, and, and Shane Wright, which was the consensus number one overall pick, dropped a four. This is a guy that that is from Montreal. The draft was in Montreal. The Canadians had the number one pick. And they all draft a a uh, uh, Slo- uh, Slovakian, Slovakian, yeah. yeah Which looks Slova- sh- sh- uh, He looks good, like s- the guy that yeah, they drafted. Slovsky, Slovsky. I'm fucking. I've
0: up. heard people say uh, it, but I'm not the sure. Name.
1: But I know the Canadians' guy is Shane Wright. Shane Wright. I think it was a home run pick by Seattle. Seattle has a guy they can now throw a C on, and they can have be their centerpiece for a lot of years to come. So I'm really, really excited for them for, for that. Because, like I said, I like seeing bad teams you know look halfway decent. Like, I feel but, bad for Arizona. Yeah, I feel well, bad for I'm, Seattle. I know you don't feel bad for Arizona. I feel bad for Seattle. I don't feel bad for Vegas. I, don't, I feel bad for for, for the the... the, 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 the
0: I don't really feel don't bad know. for Montreal, even though they were no the,
1: Canadian teams. I don't care about it's. It's like the Ducks, it's the Coyotes, it's the yeah. like Kraken. And I'm like, oh, you're so cute. The I'm Red sorry, Wings. No, no, no. I don't no, feel no, bad for no, them. we don't but, feel bad for them. Oh, the no. Senators, Ottawa, the Senators. Yeah, Because yeah. even
0: though they're a Canadian team, I still I feel like they get the <laughs>
1: the one end of the stick every they're time. They're like the one
0: Canadian team that you forget about. Oh shit! Yeah, you guys are. Oh, in that the team's a channel.
1: When you name off Canadian teams, Ottawa's always the last one people forget, or that you add. Yeah. No one says. Ottawa first. It's always Toronto. Montreal. When people in Winnipeg
0: go, "Oh, Ottawa has a team," then oh, that's shit. where you know you have an issue, exactly. and that's exactly what happens. But let's uh, the big signing since our last episode came out. So just since last Wednesday, obviously the Avalanche made big news the too day that our, news. Yep, our news. episode came out. But we'll get to that. We're starting with the Penguins re-signing Chris Letang to a six-year deal that counts 6.1 million against the salary cap this is for a 35 year old defenseman Six who is very clearly very on clearly the on so. the end of his career like i in my notes i put down here this is this is not going to age this is going to age poorly i think the penguins know that this is going to age poorly this was like uh, thank you very much for your three stanley cup championships <laughs> you won us I know that you're going to hurt us in, at, at the end of this deal. Hopefully, either we move you or you just decide, yeah, I'm going to retire. This is,
1: is a, a uh, let's make sure Chris, Sid is happy. <laughs> we can afford. Make sure Sid is happy, but let's
0: piss off if, again, our big we Russian can, we bear. We
1: can't afford losing both of you, so let's lose one of you
0: and sign the other one
1: to a dumb contract. Chris Letang is going to be
0: 41 years old and making money off this contract. I doubt he's gonna shout be... Out, shout out his
1: agent. Yeah, one yeah, time, his, shout out his agent.
0: His agent did something right and did did right by him, but there's no way that he's playing. I think 38 is probably as much as he's gonna play. He did not look good this year, no. and he was. He was not a reason that Pittsburgh
1: got to the point where was
0: in the playoffs or got to the and point where they had he, the opportunity to move on.
1: And I'm not going to sit here and act like Malkin was either because no. the guy was more – more, we played barely as many minutes as he did this year. So the guy was injured all season I long. I think but, that was
0: probably a little well, bit intentional because he knew about this free kind of agency track. coming And that's
1: up. probably the only reason why they were like, eh, let's go with Latane, I guess, because he's played more minutes.
0: So let's not get the guy who scores goals. Let's get the guy who allows other people to score goals on him. Yeah. yeah. It's it was similar to me. This this move looks so much like the Duncan Keith to Edmonton oh, last offseason, where you're just like, really? You think that? Oh, by the way, Duncan Keith retired. That's one of the notes that I have yeah. on the NHL and Ed, thing.
1: And, and, and Chicago is still paying them to be retired. By the way,
0: yes. Oh, I watched yeah, the video. Yeah. I watched the video on how Chicago got their three Stanley Cups and how they've lost their three Stanley so Cups. Comes, yeah. And guess what? It's all the same reasons why they got them and lost them. And also, everybody on their team was a giant piece of shit. Yeah, and literally, literally everybody. Most of the time I exaggerate, and Nico knows that I exaggerate. Literally everybody. everybody. There was yeah. not a redeemable... Patrick Kane had rape allegations in his hometown. Jonathan Taves has some allegations where he's not a good guy and not, not great. I don't think Stan Bowman... Should have ever been near an NHL we franchise. Should we should
1: go down a rabbit hole with Bowman and and, and the shit show. Joe Quenville, the Joe Quenville, and the, they're all the whole their allegations. Athletic, wasn't too, their athletic trainer was groping yep. some of the players? Yep. I mean, you go down a list of guys have problems with that team, and it's funny that team is literally tanking for Connor Bedard. Conor Bedard is going to is apparently the next is is, is as as the next best prospect since McDavid. I'm not they're not saying he will be, but Conor Bedard is going to be one of those guys that will be right in the conversation for the best player in the NHL for a lot of years to come. And they're tanking so hard for him. Them and the Coyotes are literally going to lose games on purpose so they can get him. And it's funny because because Chicago plays in Chicago, the Coyotes are playing in a, in a rental arena at University of Arizona or Arizona State. Like yeah. come on,
0: <laughs> Arizona State does they. That's one of the actual NCAA programs for whatever reason that does have like they're they're good they're decent mm-hmm. they're they're not as bad as you would expect a hockey team no from D-U Arizona Pioneers, to be. No, they're not, <laughs> they're not. DU, but uh, they are. They're okay. They're they're not terrible. My last question about the Latang trade or deal: Do you think that he sees the end of this contract? Yes,
1: or is, he'll retire a penguin. No,
0: but I, oh, is he oh, playing the sixth throughout year? the, the oh, sixth year?
1: I, th- I think he retires before
0: it ends. I think he retire. I gave him three. I, I, I gave him three before he retires, or they move him.
1: Yeah, I, they won't move him. The, that was a contract. You don't move him. They're gonna let Malkin should have been the guy that they that they should never see another jersey. Letang was all, look. Latang was was the guy in Pittsburgh on the, on the defensive end. There's no, it was Flurry and Letang. And, and, and but if you're if you think about those Pittsburgh teams, it's Crosby. It's Malkin. And it seems like Malkin is going to be wearing a different jersey, which is going to be wild—burgundy
0: and blue with. I don't know how that money's going
1: to work. But I don't know how that money's going to work. But I can dream too.
0: I put out. Uh, I put all the reasons into a tweet. One, we're the defending Stanley Cup champions. Two, you're going to be able to play with a fellow Russian guy. Choo Choo is going to probably be either on your line or could possibly be in your rotation. You might end up on a power play with him. Who knows? <laughs> and three. Nathan McKinnon, no Sidney, Nathan, Mc, Nathan McKinnon is Sidney no Crosby. Crosby's best friend. Yeah,
1: uh, come on. And, and Crosby, come on over. You can come too. Obvi- come uh, win look, another ring. Well,
0: I mean, if Crosby comes, but you can just Crosby look at it comes. now. Fuck. I still want Crosby, Crosby chose
1: Latang over you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's a great that, – that's a, that's a hard selling for you. I don't, that's totally false. Evgeny,
0: look at me. Look <laughs> at me in the eyes right now. Crosby is the reason you're no longer in Pittsburgh. He wanted Latang. He didn't want you.
1: That's a hard, hard, hard way of bargain, but I don't mind it. I would like. I'm grasping at grasping at straws. And, and look, I, and look, Pittsburgh was a playoff team last year. Yeah. people
0: forget. Pittsburgh so, was also a, a missed call away from advancing to the second exactly.
1: round. Exactly. So, so yeah, a missed
0: I, call and a, a true number, a true NHL goaltender. Because Louis Domingue is for Louis Domingue. You want to know where Louis <laughs> Domingue started his career? Ottawa. Ottawa.
1: For <laughs> <laughs> Ottawa, hey, they did good though. Ottawa did good. They got to bring it yeah. for literally dirt cheap because
0: because <laughs> Chicago is fire selling all of
1: Chicago's been in the middle and of and they fire traded sale. Matt Murray's dumbass contract yeah. to Toronto, yeah. so they got they, Ottawa's looking pulled up one dinner. over
0: on the big brothers there. Pulled <laughs> one over on the big bad <laughs> Maple Leafs.
1: They're looking. Things are looking up in Ottawa slightly. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, that that was one of the the next news topics we'll get to. Debrinkit goes to Ottawa for the 7th pick in 7th and 39th pick in this year's draft and a 3rd round pick next year.
1: 7th the pick, the, they drafted a fucking defenseman. That, that, that they didn't even swing at a, at a big offensive guy. They literally said, you know what? Our team is going to be Jonathan Tate, Patrick King, Seth Jones. Everybody else, who cares? We're going to lose the rest of our games. The team's trying to go 0-82. <laughs> trying so hard.
0: Oh, Let's say o eighty and 2 They'll lose two games in overtime overtime, and possibly a shootout just because – it's going to be Jonathan Taves. And and,
1: and Patrick Kane will uh, do something dirty. <laughs> I've
0: heard – well, that – but I've also heard Patrick Kane is looking to be moved now because he's gotten – they've gotten rid of everybody that he enjoyed playing uh, I know.
1: His, all, literally all of his lineups. lineups Dylan Strome, gone. Uh, uh, Kirby Doc gone. Timmy Panarin. Artemi Panarin, fucking gone as well. Literally everybody he's been playing with the last three years are all gone. He's like, it's that uh, –
0: Did you realize that they traded Saad to Columbus twice?
1: yeah yeah jimmy the poor, your guy brandon side kick to the curb <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the, look the, we're happy we're not blackhawks fans that's, that's all i'll say
0: yeah i and i'm happy that people that were involved in our former network are yeah we don't have they're to, having we to don't deal to with all this that. uh Let's. I'll, I'll save the Avalanche news for last because I'm sure we'll talk more about that quickly. The Wild re-signed Mark Andre Fleury to a two-year extension that'll count 3.5 no against one. the cap.
1: He he's only gonna play one for one guy's gonna pay him, and one guy only. It's Billy Garen. No one else is gonna pay him that much money. Yeah. I guess so good for you, buddy. I'm glad you got paid, but no one else is gonna no one else is gonna pay from that. It's funny. Like we'll talk about the avenues here in a second. But this goalie market is so fucking depleted. There is nothing good. It is it is like eh, maybe. I'll take you. <laughs>
0: my big thing about Minnesota is you screwed yourself bringing with, yeah, him and ta- then starting him and in Talbot, the and, yes.
1: and, and now Talbot was your guy throughout the whole year. Right. You bring him in. It was Lanier situation 2.0.
0: You you want to know how many years are left on that Talbot deal, by the way?
1: Is it like 2-3? Three. Three?
0: Oh He's got three years left at ten point one. You million. have a backup goalie and a starting goalie right now. You The, <laughs> the Avalanche – they they did something with their goaltender situation and it's what some people and our camera woman was not happy when Kemper was no longer going to be here but they're going to pay they ended up putting in a little bit more money than than initially, but initially it was going to be like five million dollars for both of their goaltenders that we expected to have Which is the price play.
1: of one Marc Andre on Fleury, yeah.
0: and and Minnesota now has thirteen yeah. million dollars against the salary cap just in net. Yeah, that's they already not and they ideal. also had two buyouts last year. Yeah, you're
1: still you're still paying Suter and Perise. Hey, look, it's funny. Minnesota is 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 a team that I think is they good. opened
0: and closed their window. Also, Just as
1: fast, yeah. and their window wasn't even open. It was like it was like the, they, there was a screen door on it. They opened that sucker, and, and they, they ran like, right into the right door. Into the screen door.
0: And Jordan Bennington was on the other end with his stick and a water bottle, like no,
1: no, you ain't. No, that's it was I a God given opportunity, Minnesota and I decided has two, to move on. Most was two or three years where they're supposed to be in their prime. They haven't made it past the second round. First round? First, for, for, has it been second? Yeah, not even second round. Hasn't made it past the first round. Two or three years.
0: Yeah, it's been the. I think the last time they made it past the first round was when was they against beat us. us. Yeah,
1: it's been that long.
0: It's not been. And Darcy Kemper was it. their goaltender,
1: like right? Yeah, Darcy Kemper was their goalie, goaltender. I'm
0: okay with it. I'm also okay with this other goaltender move. Billy Huso goes to Detroit.
1: I thought Detroit was going to be the guy that people like Darcy. Because Detroit's a team in, in a terrible division that could – look, I hate Detroit. It's going to be a team that could sneak up in the playoffs.
0: Oh, Honestly, like Moe Sider and they've had –
1: They had a pretty good draft. Stevie Y is knows how to get players. Yeah. and
0: Stevie Y is not as good as Sakik, but Stevie Y is like a, a miniature
1: Sackic. Stevie Y, I would say, is in the same conversation as Sackic.
0: Well, he, they're also not the same position. also
1: the same, but the, the same. I know that's true. Funny how L.A. thing all over again, <laughs> huh? But no, Stevie Y literally built that Tampa Bay team. That Tampa Bay team is not built without Stevie Y, and Joe Sakic This team is not built without Joe Sakik. So it, it's funny how those two constantly are 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 two two guys They're always battling always battling no matter what um but yeah it's Detroit i think i think is in the right spot i don't know how huseau is going to look but it's a much better goal term than anything Detroit had
0: yeah you get you get a guy that's twenty five, seven and 6 with a 919 save percentage um the the big thing about what he's what he's going to bring is if he did not play for St. Louis last year there is no Nazem Qadri, Jordan no, Bennington situation no. because the St. Louis Blues weren't in the playoffs. We oh. would have seen Vegas in as the second wild card instead of St. St. Louis. Louis. Yeah. So that's where this whole thing got a little bit interesting. Um, and we might have playoff because I listened to the Mo Sider interview on, on Chicklets, and he said, you know, we've never had uh, playoff hockey at Little Caesars Arena, which just sounds that's ridiculous so to ridiculous. say. but.
1: Almost as ridiculous as a uh, what's what's Heinz Field called now? Uh, Christopher or something? Like oh, I didn't even look. I saw name, I saw yeah. the
0: picture, but I didn't even yeah, it's, didn't it's, even yeah. care enough to pay attention. Honestly, <laughs> I really don't. I hate the Red Wings and I love the Avalanche way more than I I love the Bengals. I've said that, but I hate the Steelers more than yeah. anything in this life. <laughs> I know it's your it, hate
1: for the Steelers is my hate for the Lakers and yeah. the Raiders. <laughs> Literally, <Yes. laughs> and, and
0: they probably have the same like – the way that you hate both those teams combined is how much. Uh, that's how Steelers, I hate the Steelers. Um, but yeah,
1: no, I, I, I think. Look, Detroit. When Detroit's good, it's it's never a bad thing. I hate saying it. But we never, could get the
0: rivalry. Possibly, I would
1: love to see that in a Cup final. Yeah, I, would, I too, would love
0: it because you know we're going to get the old guys to come back.
1: The old guys will fucking sit in the box next to each other and don't put Draper other. next to Lemieux. Do not. It would be an. All, it would be an all-time Stanley Cup final. Like we look, think about this. All those rivalries were not in the Cup Final. Detroit was in the West. And that was oh, no, Western that was Conference. That was Western Conference Finals. We beat New Jersey. We beat Florida in the Cup Finals. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It wasn't Detroit. Detroit was in the West. That's the team we fucking nod heads with in every Western Conference Finals. Imagine in a Stanley Cup Final with those two. Look, Tampa would be fun again. Detroit would be a lot of fun. Detroit would be. A that would be a lot of fun.
0: I think they're a few years away from that, even with the Billy Huso so signing. True. But that is good. For them now, it's they have Huso and the and if it, the, the was the goaltender last season, that I thought was going to get solidified in Carolina. And they decided, no, we're going to move on. And it turned out to bite them in the ass. I don't think Nadel, Nadelkovich is a bad project, goaltender. Yeah. He wasn't a good enough goaltender to try and go b- play against the shit that Detroit had in front of him. Yeah, that no. wasn't going to be a good situation. Well, Sire's a
1: stud, and they're working on bolstering up their defense. Yeah. But you have, they have to get somebody a little bit of help. And Huso being there as a rock solid look, Nadelkovich could still be the guy winning your playoff games. Bennington was that guy winning playoff games for them. Well, I mean, but having Huso there absolutely helps.
0: The last few Cups, Detroit won. They had Dominic Kosciuk backed up by Chris Osgood. Yeah,
1: like it's, it's, it's not a bad yeah. <laughs> combo. Uh,
0: next big move, and one that almost burned Philadelphia to the ground, the Flyers. Traded for Tony D'Angelo. sure traded. It's going
1: to burn to the range. I mean, do you do you realize what has happened here? It's it is fireworks. I, look, if there, let's put it this way: if there was, a I do know all the specifics. Do you know all the specifics oh, about Tony I D? It. I listen to it. Okay, it's it's funny. What is, what is it he, exactly? He basically uh, uh, he uh, he was in New York. I will put this out there before you you. You explain
0: he was a big reason why I was in the fantasy final, yeah, so he's so, good
1: he's he's good, but he's a fucking headache and a half. yeah, he basically threatened to leave the Rangers about three different times. He started fights with the coach, started fights with Georgia, a new Colorado George Georgia put him in his place, by the way. That's why that's kind of funny. And the guy has look, if you want to talk about a hothead, he's worse than a Vander Kane. Like, like, and that's saying something. American man can't is, is in the in UFA right now. He so got, yeah, he got to go ahead. He have to go ahead and see you later. <laughs> so that's funny too. But this guy, you put him on a team of torts. <laughs> like I said, if we if we hard knocks, put Philadelphia. If hard knocks for hockey, I don't know what they'd call it. Ha, ha, hard skates, frozen for, pucks. Frozen pucks for for hockey. You put it on the Flyers. You have D'Angelo and and, and Torts would uh, up for fucking three hours, and that's all you need because it's going to be straight comedy. It's 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 going to be straight comedy. And, and look, D'Angelo, the Flyers aren't a good team.
0: This was not the move that they were anticipating when they got rid of Drew at the deadline. You're,
1: you're trying to get younger. What you, well, This team is acting like they're still a good team right now. Why are you trading for a 28-year-old defenseman? Go go trade some pieces for young guys. Let Carter Hart just be that guy. Instead of trying to go sign Fedotov, look, Fedotov obviously is that situation in Russia. That whole
0: Russian situation b- is so, still wacky. So but weird.
1: why would you not try to put your – Chips in a Carter to heart and see what you got from your, own, your young guys. Yeah. Instead, you're like, oh, we're Philadelphia. Let's let's. It's the city of brotherly love. All the rest of our teams are in limbo. Sixers are decent. Eagles are decent. All the Philadelphia teams right now, you'd be like, eh, they're kind of good, but do you think they're going to win? No, absolutely not. The Phillies have Bryce Harper. They're going to be good, fun to watch, not a good playoff team. Joel Embiid star player, not going to win anything on the playoffs, Jalen Hurst, Devontae Smith. Fun players, not gonna win anything. Oh, here we go again, Tony D'Angelo and John Tortorella. Here we go again. That's how not, Let's a fun not a funny to watch. No. This is gonna be fucking hilarious. But the rest of not the en- yeah.
0: the rest of the league was very not they excited. Their asses they off. were just
1: Rangers fans had a fucking field day.
0: Yeah, we were just all happy that Tony D didn't end up on our own. It's, team. it's
1: funny because look, I saw all the things on Georgia because when we signed him, I was like, I don't, I learn no more about this guy. All the stuff Rangers fans like, man, I, I hope he gets a better chance i hope he gets a second chance i'm like i'm not for him all this and that and, every, and everyone's like fuck tony d'angelo get him the fuck away from him fuck him he's i'm pretty sure carolina bully. threw a party too when <laughs> they're they all happy they were all, everybody a, was good with it they're all threw a party for him it, it, it's <sighs> he's the
0: reason that boston was close to advancing out of the first round because because uh, of his idiots yeah <laughs> he he really was not able to do much and it's also been confirmed like there's been racist incidents,
1: and yeah, it's one thing I have to know. Yeah, I can't think. I watched the YouTube video. I can't think of anything off everything off the top of my head. But literally, just search up a YouTube video. Yeah, There's a couple. A like, uh, guy that I love listening to right now, watching his videos is, is the hockey guy. He puts out some great videos. He has a thing on Tony D'Angelo, and I will listen to. It, I'm like. This guy's fucking nuts. Yeah, I mean, and like I, I said, to p- tor- Tortorella. People forget. Remember the whole Trevor Zegras thing. This is bad for hockey. We shouldn't do this. Why the fuck are we doing the Michigan? Yeah, that guy is now coaching the biggest fucking headache in hockey right now. Oh boy, <laughs>
0: oh boy. Cannot wait for that one to blow up in everybody's face. And I, it's nice. I hate, I hate Philadelphia fans mainly because of, I'm beat the yeah. the Sixers <laughs> fans, but. They also don't. They don't have I get so that this is a bad situation, and if, we it, joke if it were about my the team.
1: Fucking, our, our longest running joke we have is the fucking Santa thing, and I'm and throwing snowballs at them. Every time we bring up Philly sports fans, we always bring that up.
0: You guys hit Santa in the back of the head with a D-cell battery. So, so, okay. You deserve every bad thing that's ever come your way. The only, thing, the only good things the that the ever Rocky. came out of <laughs> Philly was Rocky. And, uh, and Kobe Hall- Bryant. And
1: Roy Halliday. Kobe Bryant was a Philly boy, too. Yeah, he was a Philly boy, too. So
0: I'll, I'll let those those three things go. Go. Everything else now. Everybody, everything else in Philadelphia can, can s- just sit there and suffer. I mentioned Duncan Keith retiring also in the Pacific Division. The Kings re-signed Adrian Kempe to a four-year contract with a 5.5 cap hit. Um, and that was actually – he was only a week away from becoming a, a UFA. Mm. He was an RFA for L.A. Los Angeles is one of those teams especially because nobody else in the Pacific besides maybe Vegas look anything tough right now cuz Edmonton just lost Duncan Keith who was a, a second pair it he wasn't was a very, top wasn't he was good, their so. top 4 defenseman but he's not a true top Which 4 That's all
1: that's all you need to know about their defense. They
0: also lost too, Edmonton also lost Cassian. Zach Cassian yep, yep. signed uh, to another team for for bigger money, so
1: oh, trying to get rid of Pulley RV too. Like they, there's a lot of guys. I was
0: I've heard. I mean, shout out our guys at Teledavs. It is they were saying Pulley RV might be a, a similar to Natchushkin because he, he was him off
1: the edge and then you pick him up for scraps. Yeah, so absolutely. We're
0: looking for that, but I do think Los Angeles with the Philip Dunneau move and uh they're they're showing promise like they really they really had every right to be in the first round series against the Edmonton Oilers and they had every right to win that it was Connor McDavid it was McJesus and Drysidle on one leg scoring like you you get a healthy
1: Drew Downey back you get a healthy Johnny Quick back Johnny Quick I saw the Johnny Quick roll last year which is kind of crazy thing but you get both them healthy back that's that's going to be great news for the Kings
0: yeah those that was the big thing for Los Angeles. Uh, Kempe had 54 points in 79 games, and also had six points in their first round playoff series against Edmonton. So it's not like time, it's yeah. uh, it's not like he wasn't contributing. And then last thing before we get to the Avalanche, the Predators re-signed Philip Forsberg to an eight-year contract at eight and a half million against the cap, which makes him the highest-paid forward on that team. I don't have any clue where this money is coming from because they either. are paying Duchesne and Johansson $8 million apiece. I'm pretty and they're sure they're paying, still paying, they're paying. And,
1: and Shea Weber too.
0: Yeah, possibly. But they're also paying Roman Yossi nine and a half.
1: And there's also that guy in the net that's going to be out. Ha- that, that oh, a, yeah, Yossi Soros. Yeah, right. that's going to need a contract. The guy soon. that would have made them beat the Avalanche. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah guy, that guy. Yeah, that <laughs> guy. So, yeah, I don't know what Nashville's doing. Look, this, They had to make this move. He would have got that money on some shit team somewhere, and you would have been scrapped. A playoff team that was this year would not have made the playoffs without him. So um, it's it's a move that they had to make if they're going to become relevant again.
0: You want to know my, my f- feeling on this? I have a feeling it's going to be similar to Chicago when they knew that they were – not that they're slow playing because part of the reason why Chicago got in trouble with their cap was they were slow pa- playing the yeah. RFA Negotiations, but they were also paying like promising more money in the contract than they could actually cover. And yeah. when that happens, all they do is make you pay more money towards the salary cap. Yeah, so they're gonna, They, <laughs> I really don't think that they have the money to pay this contract, and the check is gonna come due, and I'm they're not sure gonna they're, have uh, anything there because he's playing with on a line with Dushy and Johansson. And Yosi is gonna be on. Is gonna be one of the D men whenever he's and on look, the ice.
1: Look, that was a great lineup about fucking five years ago. I <laughs> say we can move a, on. We that know a, that's not uh, doing anything that was a now. Hell of a lineup three, four years ago. I am pretty sure Philip Forsberg
0: was playing on that line when Carrie Underwood's husband With was Mike still Fisher. playing yeah. on yeah, the Nashville guy. Predators. So yeah, Carrie a, Underwood's husband, not it, Mike Fisher.
1: That was a hell of a lineup three, four years ago. But at some point, you are like, eh, this didn't do anything. You got to a Cup final. Fun. <laughs> that's about as far as it's gonna go.
0: Uh, d- when who did they lose to in the cup final? Do
1: you, can you remember? Oh my! Gosh. It wasn't Washington. I think it right? was wasn't St. Louis? No, they're in no. the same division. Yeah, they It there. was the year before St. Louis won. Oh, I think it was it Washington? Mm. No, Washington mm. beat. Uh, wow, I'm spacing. Who did Nashville lose to in the country? cup final? I think it was. It was because it was, it, Washington was the year before. Um. Was the year before St. Louis won? Let's see. Let's see. The Pittsburgh Penguins. That yeah. was
0: the last Penguins yeah, Cup. That's right. That's.
1: I remember, right. I remember now. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. I like. I said. I don't think. First off, Philip Forsberg didn't bring that much to your lineup. Anyways, to he's a
1: good player, but not gonna be your star oh, he's player. He's Matt Duchene 2.0. Yeah, you're not paying him that much money to win the to win your. He's,
0: he's Matt Duchene 2.0. That would rather pad his own stats. Could really care less if his team wins in the playoffs or not and and if you want that and you want to see big stats from your guys and be able to have all the arguments well we analytically we're one of the best teams in hockey Analytically, Analytic- you can suck
1: my dick. Analytically, wins your president's trophies and puts you uh, puts a banner up in the
0: rafters. L- loudest barn in, <laughs> in the league. Second yeah. loudest barn in the league. Had Creed perform at intermission. <laughs> You're throwing up banners for everything. Signed for us. All three of our our top line make eight million dollars a year. Yeah. What about that? We can put banners up for everything if if we really want to. Um. Then let's talk about before we get to start bench cut and we have you said it's a hundred.
1: Yeah, 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 It's so specific to everything we've done.
0: The start bench cut is going to be fun. Last thing that we should talk about, Alexander Gagorev initially just traded for uh, three picks. It was a second rounder and oh, a it third was rounder. Three.
1: It was a third, fifth, and I think it was another third the following year. Yes,
0: third, fifth, and a, a third, third next, next year. year. Yeah. So that was the initial deal. And on the contract that he was traded to us with, it was the same amount of
1: time as... Uh, yeah, 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 It was gonna be, uh, it was right around the same exact, just like 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 average time. And you look at this deal. I, look, Goryev is a guy that I'm comparing very much to Grubauer Grubauer was a guy that that was the guy in New York. People forget he not, not, was no, not, not Yeah, Washington. he was the backup in Washington. He, he, yeah, listen to me. He was the guy on that Cup team. Got injured. hope he came back in and became the guy on that Cup final team. So, and look. Gogolev hasn't won a cup. We're not gonna sit here and act like that had the rest one of his teammates have.
0: Stellar he's only had one Stellar performance, and that was the fifty-five save game on his birthday. And,
1: and and I think look, he's twenty-six years old. You pay him three years and you see what you got from him. And I and look, you put like I said, Darcy Kemper was the guy last year where we were like he wasn't like look. Like it's it's and it's, it's, been
0: it's five years now because he had two left, and then they signed him
1: to a three-year extension. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's 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 they re- they basically next the rest of that deal. It's three years. I left. didn't think that they could do that in the NHL. No, you, you can't. You don't add five years. No, it's not. It's not added on. It's not an extension. I think it's it's no, a. But
0: they don't re. You're not allowed to renegotiate your own when he's on your own when, when team you trade for a guy's contract you can okay. i'm pretty sure i was going to say that made no sense if they
1: um, couldn't it's do it it's not for 5 trade. years yeah it's 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 another 3 year deal so you have Frankie and you have Gregoria for 3 2 at least 3 years you're thinking
0: that they're going to be your goaltenders for 2, two exactly. years and, and, and then Ananen is going to be ready to right, find the right
1: exactly in 3 years and look Darcy last year we were like eh, he played in Arizona and Arizona sucked last year what happened to him <laughs> Grubauer where we were like, well, how are we ever going to recover from this? Guy was a Vesna finalist. Well, oh, we did okay, did we not? Like I said, you could just gotta trust it because look, we're talking about a defense. Like you lose Manson, but this is still the best defense in the league. It's not even close. And we, you yeah. have a top five slash six that can be that, that can contend with that can skate with anybody you put in front of him.
0: Anybody. Jacob McDonald was just re- signed Re-signed as the two, sixth D. Yes. Um, so there's, there's those moves that have been made. My whole thing about this and the reason why I'm okay with it is because I've done, I'm done with the goalie train in the off season uh, because think back about it. The last three seasons, the avalanche have been the odds on cup favorite. And the last three seasons we've been, we've had three different goals in three yes. years. It's good. It's, it's been a guy, the first year that it was, it was grubby coming in and you're like, oh, is he going to be able to do it? turns out, no. Mm, fell the fuck asleep in the I in I the couldn't Vegas say, series. I couldn't yeah. stay <laughs> so he not say So he had his own issues. Kemper got over the hump. I give all the credit in the world to Kemper. I That's know that why you wanted bag. I know you wanted six years and I wish we would have been able to justify giving you the six years, but it just I would have given you six million at three. Yes, $6 million at three, I'm okay with. I'm not million trying at to pay six. you at 38
1: years old mm-hmm. to be in the net.
0: And when you're not going to play goalie past 35. No, that's not going to happen. Like, and unless you're Mike Smith, and honestly, do we want Mike Smith no, in net? No, we don't want yeah, Mike you know, Smith. We don't want Mike he Smith in net. Smith. Funny enough, he's also a former Coyotes goaltender. I know.
1: I know. They had a fucking train run through them of different goalies. But, yeah, why I love this move so much more is before any of this started, before any of the good- Goalie quick hair started. Joe said, I'm going to get a guy. He said, Fuck the draft. He, he, he said, Fuck, um, f- fuck, who's so fuck, uh, uh, Kemper. Mm. I, I hate saying it. I'm sorry. He said, Screw him. Screw any of these guys on the f- Screw Jack Campbell. Yeah. Screw them. I was like, I don't even want to flirt with y'all. I had, I know, I have a backup goalie, and there's a guy up in New York that sat behind King Hung Lundquist for two years. Then now is sitting behind, and them. was behind, and, they, and literally got stuck behind the two best goalies
2: in, in, that, a franchise very, in that franchise's history.
1: Season. And you give a guy a shot when put him in front of a hell of a defense, and you may have something. Like I said, you don't have to ask for much from him. You just need him to be consistent. Mm-hmm. And you need him to stay healthy, and yeah. stop pucks. Because like I said. Kemper was not facing tough shots. He had a few tough shots that he faced in that last game, especially. But it's not like all you need to do is be like, hey, make one tough shot, one tough shot, save a game, and we'll make everything else you see nice and clear.
0: And I think, too, you got to if we had Peter on of the PTV Sports Network, who's a Rangers fan, he would look at us and tell us the same thing. The Rangers sucked 5-on-5. Absolutely. The Rangers, as good as they were, they finished second in their division. They made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. It was all based on the fact that they had a decent power play. They drew a lot of penalties, and Igor Shosturkin was doing cartwheels in the crease every single night. It's not like they were... They gave up less high danger chances than some teams in certain situations. I'm pretty sure they're dead last or close to dead last in everything defensively that you can do before the go- the puck gets shot at the goalie. And then Igor Shosturkin with his little head, band head thing is going <laughs> to sit back there saying the Russian National Anthem, he's going to stop some pucks. That's all New York's defense was based off of. And now you're getting a totally different situation. <sighs> let's, put some, let's put some curbs on this. At first, it's going to look similar to when Kemper first started. Yeah, it's year. not going to be pretty. No, it's in October gonna and November, it's going to look rough. And we're going to be sitting back here like, why did we not just shell out the extra money and keep the guy who won us the Stanley Cup? People are going to be sitting here saying that. No, I don't think that it's gonna be on this show because I'm I'm trying to get out ahead of this and make sure that we remember this when we're thinking back about their their record in October or November. It's gonna solidify itself. And, and this team about, is too damn good not to be good. At and think point.
1: about this. Look, you want and look, you can say Vasilevsky this, Vasilevsky that. The past goaltenders outside of Vasilevsky have all been middle of the road. Carey Price has never won a cup. Mark Andre Fleury won a cup about 15, 20 years ago. I mean, the big names have all been good teams, but they've never had people in front of them. I mean, Bennington won a cup. You look at those. Look, we hate we hate on those Blackhawks teams. Like what are we 15 minutes ago? Crawford. But Anthony Niemi yeah. was won the first cup there. They got rid of him. Corey Crawford came in, won them two cups. Corey Crawford. No one's talking about him. He was. He's the, not, he, he was the backup. He, he was a backup. Yeah. He he was a guy that just came in, did his job, and was put in, put behind Duncan Keith and a bunch of other fucking studs on the defensive end, and said, "Just stop the good one the easy ones," and that's all he has to do. Like I said, "That's all he has to do."
0: Similar to. Also, Grant Fuhr back yep. with the Edmonton Oilers, who is probably the most overrated <laughs> Hall of Famer in the, in the Hockey Hall of Fame yeah. in Toronto. Because I've been watching on YouTube, they have a six hour long compilation of all the hundred greatest players when they were doing it for the twenty seventeen season, and I've been watching it because now I'm obsessed and like partially Canadian in my own head. And they were talking about Grant Fuhr, and they're like. You know, he never really had a great season. He never really had great stretches of the season. He guy in front of him. He would give up four and then go to
1: Wayne and say, can you score five? (laughs) And Gretzky said, you want six? (laughs) Yeah,
0: I'll give you – here, I'll say I can score five and I'll give you six and seven just for – Just to be safe. Just 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 for some extra insurance. Um, That's all you need. That's all all you need. So it'll be – I think right now, I'm okay with everything that's happening. The val oh, sign was fucking incredible. Yeah, eight years. I, I don't care. Six point one two five million per. A- and look, the those,
1: I looked at the, the the details of the contract. It's like six this year. It's like eight next year. It's like another five the following year. The contract by the time
0: it gets, it's, it's going to time itself split. out. Yeah, you can. You're not gonna be paying nearly as much. Because
1: Joe set up like, okay, we're signing Mac this offseason, we're signing Kale this offseason, and structured his contract that way. And, and, cause the years that you're having gonna have to sign Kale, that you're gonna have to sign Mac including this year, you structure it in a way that's perfectly fit for the rest of this team. And look, this team has five of their top six solidified. Solidified. You have your top three. You have Lekanen, who's 100% not leaving at this point. You have Nachushkin. You have a fourth and fifth line. Like A, thir- or a, thir- or a third and fourth line that are already set. You're
0: going to have O.C. and Cogliono on the same line again next there, year.
1: There, there is one position possible that you're missing. And in my opinion, it's a position you can easily get. There are a lot of names out there that I'm liking right now. Mm. You Look at the Sonny Milanos, a guy that I don't know how Anaheim did not that, that is letting, letting walk in Milan. Milan. You look at Dylan Strom, a guy that's 26 years old. You take that, you could take a swing on him, mm-hmm. a young deal. He could come and be a number two guy for a lot of years. You could go look at the uh, uh, Vinny Trocek, another yep. guy. There's there's names out there where you're going to lose country, but there's names out there of guys that will be hungry for a cup. You could be like, all right, go play a number two center for us, uh, and they could easily do that.
0: Andrew Kopp is a guy that I've been seeing. Kopp, too. Like, he can play. What you're really looking for now especially to fill that second-line center position that you're probably losing with Kadri. It would be nice to get a winger because you, then you think you're replacing Burkowski. If you can get somebody that can play center and wing, that's what makes you valuable and, in this league. And the
1: question we're running into is, uh, obviously, I listen to Mosier. And he's, we, we drafted Mikko Rantan as a center. Worse case scenario... You go get a pull RV and you have Miko play a number two center. Which look, he is an outstanding right winger. So I don't yeah. know necessarily love that. No, but, and but I would were, like. But there was times where Landy was taking the faceoffs. There was times where Miko like look, there's that's why Benzie is a fucking genius. Yeah. At this point, you don't necessarily need a center. You need a guy that will just plug and play. That can be like you know what, you need to take some faceoffs. You'll take some faceoffs. You want to come down the left or right wing? You come down the left or right wing. It's a buy-in guy to win a cup.
0: Yeah, you're, you can look at uh Leckie, or not like you can look at Miko right now and say I know that you were playing on the line with Landeskog and and Mac. We can put you with Arturi Lekkenen be- who's also your fellow countryman and if you're center and he's a winger and then we got ChuChu next to you okay. guys. Okay, I'll well, be and and I'm sure Miko's going to be like this. I can speak I can, English can right like now I and like I, like I like this deal. I like, I like this, this
1: three. Uh, we're we're going to be just fine. I know. Look, you, like, look. Losing Kozmi and losing Burkhoffski is going to hurt. There's no doubt about that. But you get Nuttuskin back, back. You don't win this cup without Nuttuskin. He is your. He was the, He was in conversation to win the con Smythe.
0: Not just. It's all throughout the playoffs, too. I was watching Out, all I watched the 30-minute compilation of all their playoff goals. In the Nashville series, he's crashing the net. He's the big body presence in front. He's scoring snipes and putting goals through Andre Vasilevsky's five hole in the Stanley Cup final. You go back to the Edmonton series, in that game – where Kadri goes down, Nachushkin's the one that stepped She's up into his up. role. Exactly. So this is, that a, was a all, we needed Montella, the Russian exactly. trade. We needed the Russian train. Choo-choo's going to be here for a long time. Now he might be the jersey that I get
1: because I think. I know, I think, I'm think i thinking about it too now. I'm really thinking about it too. So
0: we'll, we'll see how much that's going to be. The other rumor
1: swirling, I want to touch on this because I would love to see him come back because he was one of my favorite players uh, when yeah, he was with I us. I about. would love a little poly Walnuts. i love him to come back. I, if I, we, if uh, we can't get Helm back, and w- and Paul wants to come play for two more years, where he started his career, where he won a national championship at DU. Also, where his
0: uh, family members yeah, have played.
1: Family members have played. I mean, you could go down a full list of things and come back for a cheap deal, win a cup, two-year deal, right off in the sunset. I'd be happy with that. Yeah. I love Sasty. Sasty was my one of my like once once the Joe era, the 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 the. the what era was done, it was Stastny, it was fucking footer, mm. it was it was those guys carrying this team. Tangay. Tangay. I mean, I would love being some Pauly Walnuts back on this team. I would love it.
0: I was funny. When you said I saw that come across our, our timeline, and when you said Pauly Walnuts, I was like, you're talking about this, the Sopranos? Because the guy like, who played poly Walnuts I actually ironically passed away that same weekend. I know, so. I know. I know. Uh, it's
1: okay. Like I said, give, give me give me the hockey Pauly Walnuts. <laughs> I would love me some Paul Stastny back. This is gonna go a little bit over our normal yeah.
0: two-hour limit that we set it's for 100th ourselves. It's a hundredth episode. So. It's the hundredth episode. We have a little bit. We had, and also I, we were talking about it. We're we're getting things set up behind the scenes, and, and you're gonna see start bench cut on and the YouTube starting, channel. Yeah,
1: we're starting to sweat too, so that's why. That so I swear we don't put makeup on. No, it's, <laughs> it's kind of. It's hot. not
0: foundation. That's just my my natural oils. Um, it's the one good thing about bringing the old truth. Uh, we let's get into the, the Star Bench cut. cut it's a
1: hundredth episode uh, uh, spectacular as we'll call it or whatever we've been putting, yeah we've been putting Extravaganza whatever extravagant Spectacular whatever you want, want to call it this is going to be a this is going to be a tough one a tough one Start Bench Cut the three top interviews Chris Louie, Kendrick Green that's tough I know Start Bench Cut let me hear what you got
0: um, I'm gonna say. And
1: look, this ain't nothing to no, them. No, this isn't this about is, this, this. isn't about the person. Them. Yeah, we love all of them, but you know, it's, it, we got we got to cut down to the deep stuff here. You'll
0: hear it in my explanation as to why. But I'm gonna start the Louis interview.
1: Yeah, cause that made sense. I figured you'd do that.
0: I'm going to bench the Birdman interview, and I'm gonna cut the Kendrick interview. And I, I do do it in that order because I think the Louis interview was having a world champion and then we were way more comfortable. And, yeah. and we, even though it was over Zoom, we were able to kind of fire in questions that we didn't necessarily plan. And he was really awesome about answering all of them. I benched the Birdman interview because like we said, I'd rather get him on now yeah. when we have like all of the equipment. Because remember, we recorded that on two oh, mics. We didn't, ha- yeah, we, passed we didn't even mics. have the GoPro. We didn't yeah. even have the GoPro set up for video we had to pass mics around yeah, it was, I had to set it, I had the two mic stands and two mics because we didn't buy the extra we had four ports in this but we only had the two microphones and I had to set them up and be like telling you miss your dad to pass and, the mic yeah. and the six foot 11 seven foot world champion in the NBA like can you just Bend over and, and pass guys, the mic and like, talk, yeah, talk. Bend your it. face down in front of the mic, Chris. Come on, aren't you a, you're a pro athlete? Let's. So I'd like to get a better better setup interview done with them. But they were still. I mean, the stories in yeah. that one are, are awesome. I also I forgot about the Anderson story where you misspelled his last name yeah, on the in Dallas on and the I shirt. Get, yeah. and,
1: I get, and my dad's almost started a fight with the people in Dallas. Yeah. Oh yeah. I would. I, I love that Dallas arena. I, like I said, I went back to it when when I was working in Dallas. But yeah, I always have great memories of that building.
0: And I cut the Kendrick interview because I, Kendrick, you're my boy, and I love you, and I wish you nothing. Well, I wish you nothing but success. Um, you're just not a world champion.
1: I, I'm gonna switch it. I'm gonna. I would. I don't, cause I don't want to say the same thing as you. I'll do Chris start. I'm benching Louis. I'm cutting Kendrick. I love the Kendrick Green one. I'm not gonna shoot any smoke on that, cause like I say, he's a he's come a back on the player. show if you want. He's a current player. He's he's he's. He plays, he's got plenty of time plenty to put time. in his, yeah. he, his work yeah he has a, he, he's got a ways to go mm-hmm. in, in 5 to 10 years and we may be like man that was a fuck we got him before he started but we were talking about two world champions so that's why and, and look because I have more of a relationship with Chris I'll put that one first Louis I have a, I have a good relationship with too um, and Louis was like I said we, were a lot, we knew a lot more what we were doing with Louis um, Chris was kind of just a shit show because it was him and because <laughs> that's who we were Chris um. was
0: the 11th. I I went back and counted it out. Total like not count, I know that it doesn't count as the 11th episode, but that's our 11th actual podcast that you and I did. Yeah, that was mm. So we probably I I if we didn't get the talking to from your dad after i think it was episode five so, so what people should do if you're if, if you want to do this listen to the in, intro of episode four and like I, the first I, honestly, 15 minutes we what
1: you, what you should do is tag the uh put the uh episode, first episode ever put that in the uh tagline because i want to listen to what it sounds like because i know it sounds terrible oh
0: i can't listen to episode i one. hate
1: listening to us in general because i because you know me i hate my voice and i hate listening to it even after 100 episodes i only listen to it if if, if i'm like oh let me, l- let me listen to what what the mastery i said this time the but yeah i
0: <laughs> the only good thing that i could say about going back and listening to episode one is at least we were 23 when we started it because I don't have to go and listen to like my high voice. Yeah, but it, honestly, it's it the same. Been. Remember when you used to watch videos of yourself as a younger kid and you talk, and you're like, Oh my God, I used to have that high of a voice. It's just, well, look, I, I was, I listened back to it today. Cause I was trying to figure out what we talked about. I, just, I was going to put it in, in the notes and I was like, this is going to be something different, and it took me six minutes. I said, Nico Bryant's going to be my co-host, and you'll hear from him in a second. But then I went into a six-minute-long rant as to why <laughs> it was center of attention, and now it's far into the bench and why Nico is here. So it's, it's rough. I, I would it's listen okay, to right? the, the first 15 minutes of episode four, yeah, and then sure. the first 15 minutes of episode five, because episode four is the way that our old format was. Oh. And episode five was when episode- Nico's dad said, Trash that shit
1: and do it again. Episode four, we, we, we pull up like fucking hundreds of stats or we we're like, this guy's fucking, you know, OPR is really fucking yeah. good.
0: Pulling out random acronyms of stats that really don't mean anything. And but we, we're we're,
1: like, we, we only pull up stats when we're trying to prove a point now. Yeah. And, mo, and mo, most of the stats, we, we kind of just... Like remember now, or we see come across our timeline. Well, when we really, debated
0: yeah. sports growing up, we never really put in it, no, it was know. just as much feeling. Right. As this feel- is what my
1: thoughts are, and your thoughts are more than likely wrong. But since we have a lot of same thoughts, it works out.
0: Yeah, no, it's uh, it's cool that we made it this far. It's a, a milestone. We'll come up on the two year milestone, which will will be even bigger. But it's been a crazy ride. I. I gotta thank you because you came on to the show no, no, from that that conversation that we had in the garage at my grad party where you're like, were you serious about needing a co-host? For, looking for a co-host? And uh, yeah, and from the meeting that we had where we had all the bad names for the show and uh, that was funny. And figuring our way through all of this, it's been a hundred episodes. And look, down and look,
1: we've been through hundred episodes. There's still a lot of rooms to grow. Obviously, the next hundred, where we're, look, we. Work right now is up my ass. He's Jimmy starting a new job, and it's been a lot. But we're gonna work on getting possibly a new home. That's all I'll say. A new home to listen to our stuff on. That's all I'll say. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say names because we don't know yet. I'll just say as Pat McAfee says things are happening Thing, things are happening <laughs> things are moving <laughs> things, are, things are moving over here are gonna wanna pay attention you're gonna wanna pay attention are gonna wanna so, so, so that's all I'll say like I said we'll hopefully get some more, work on more merch cause we have, a, we have such a we have a brand new logo that's less than a year old so I we think we need to do shit.
0: I think we need some stickers and I think we'll, we need some need some shirts maybe. yeah we'll
1: figure all that out eventually yeah. we gotta get past my hot season which I'm on right now and then Jimmy his first wave of dealing with middle schoolers by the time I get <laughs> To, yeah i think Doing middle schools for for from from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. when does your hot season slow down? hot season uh, like end of or beginning of september
0: okay so like when i'm getting to fall break, fall break that's, when, that's yeah. when we can start thinking about all that stuff but it's been fun episode 100 at feo pod all social media subscribe to the youtube channel tell a friend to check out the show and uh yeah be on the lookout for all the stuff that we have going on in the background but for myself jimmy Pilato, my co-host nico bryant this has been episode 100 of the far under the Bench podcast thank you guys for listening we will see you this next time. peace
2: I'm playing. yes it's a final thing when the night is cold and low
0: this is a dollar bill piece.
2: Was it the money that made me a savage? Popping them presents, I made it a habit. Told them pizzas and serving them addicts.